And what did you say the name of this shark is? W-A-T-P. You choose a side now. My name is Mood. Episode 4. 10. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Please clap. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap Please clap. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Robert Dixon Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that doesn't have to explain how funny it is in its tagline. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man who I give a shit at work pass to, from who's right, Mean Doug is here. What's happening, Doug? I take full advantage of that pass every single day that I'm at work. Thank you. I've really come around on that whole theory. So I don't go to an office anymore. <laughs> so I literally don't give a shit. <laughs> Please go to whoarethese.com. Get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch our show when we do it live on YouTube, watch the video, or anytime afterwards. We leave it up there for you. And uh, I did just post the full video of the live Philadelphia show mm-hmm. onto our Patreon uh, brilliantly edited by Riley and, and Mint. Those two were filming in the back of the room. So we have cameras all over it. Sound quality's great. We did cut out uh, some of Vinny's stand-up, which, trust me, no one's going to complain. <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> Why did I say that? So mean. But anyway, it's a great show. You can see Manny Muskets kill it on stage and watch Dick's PowerPoint presentation. And uh, yeah, right. The whole thing uh, is up there now for everyone. Also, we encourage our listeners to go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts, and then shit all over it's in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Whiting Wongs. This is a suggestion from Doug. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. I want to get started, but I want to say this first. I'm in a good mood today. Mm-hmm. I have a letter from Podcast Hitman that came into our P.O. box <laughs> that I'm going to read at the uh, end of the show today. So stick around for that. We're going to learn some stuff about uh, what Matt Lewinsky's up to. Coming up later. Coming up later. That's a little tease for you. We got uh, we got weather on the nines. <laughs> yeah. We got traffic. And we're talking about podcast hitman's letter to me. Uh, but first, we got to talk about Whiting Wongs, a show hosted by Dan Harmon and Jessica Gao. This is like, I guess, Dan Harmon, because he's in Hollywood, he feels ashamed that he's like a white guy. I, I mean, he explains it here. I have shame. That's why I do this podcast, because I have shame. So you play on my shame. It's like, it's not ironic. There's nothing. Like It's like, oh, listen to that white guy. He's so stupid. He doesn't understand what he's talking about. It's like, it makes me ashamed of myself. So what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm the guy that's so ashamed of himself. He started this podcast with his friend. Like, do you want me to, like, be so fucking evolved that I'm just, like, on top of that? Also, like, yeah, I'm such an idiot and so fucking racist and ignorant. Like, like. I'm already trying to do that. Good stuff, Dad. Hilarious. What a weird way to start a podcast to be like, all right, well, you know what? I got all this shame for being a white guy, so I'm going to do this podcast to try to make up for that. Okay. I'm also a white guy, Dad. Should I be ashamed? Should I be ashamed to listen to the show? Or I'm not even sure how any of this works. Doug, please help me out. So I know I'm an outlier in this. I didn't know who Dan Harmon was. Okay. I put a post up on our Patreon and asked which show I should bring to uh, this episode. 
And the cover art for this featured a caricature of a Chinese person, which I thought was funny. <laughs> yep. So that's what I went with. It was uh, Jimmy Smith is the one that, that suggested it. So thanks, Jimmy. I hate you, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> so this time I am a little more prepared. I know which clip for me summarized the show. Great. But I challenge both of you. It's a, it's a long clip. I apologize. But I challenge both of you to summarize it when it is done. Number 11. Okay. I'll do my best. I'll listen closely. So anyways, like, but is that this podcast isn't about that. However, we're sitting here. With it, it fresh on our minds. Yeah. And, I, I, and there is. It, it, so it's worth addressing just to say, look, we're two people drinking vodka and kind of just goofing around verbally about the role of screenwriters in 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 these turbulent times i i guess it doesn't matter well why are you listening if you're judging but but i also just want to say like again i i hate to say i told you so but but like the the whoever smelt it dealt it millennial let's not talk about people like they're different let's let's just wait for uh, people to sound awkward and then point at them and scream at them until they get fired or whatever it, it it's a methodology that you can say it worked or didn't work but in any in any case working or not working now has us here i have no idea what just happened oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I have no idea. I, I'll, I'll say this because it's interesting you didn't know who dan Harmon was dan Harmon is brilliant but he sounds like a moron yeah every time he talks i'm like jesus dude what are you trying to say he doesn't even know no like i said i didn't know who he was now i know that he's the co-creator of rick and morty mm-hmm. and the creator of community yeah and i have not seen an episode of either one of those shows oh. so hmm. the only view i have of him is my preparation for this show and i would suggest that he is not a genius i would suggest that he is a fucking retard (laughs) and he has nothing nothing to contribute as far as comedy goes if i only knew dan from this show i would agree with you 100 percent. but you should watch rick and morty it's an amazing show though so the way this show starts off Jessica is very angry. Okay, I've noticed that for the last few episodes, I've been very angry and coming in hot. And guess what? Today is no different. And I've been coming in pretty drunk. And you know what? I'm breaking my record. I'm even drunker. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a new theme song. We're off to a good start. We got an angry Asian woman (laughs) and a drunk white guy going to talk about race. This is going to go great. I can't wait. So the big news, there's two big topics on the episode I listened to. The first one is that Jessica decided to submit the 23andMe, where you find out um, what your genetic makeup is as far as nationalities. I got my 23andMe results, and I have not opened them yet because I wanted to share with... Can I guess? you got to be at least 1% Nazi. Pretty good line. <laughs> I mean, Dan does have some good lines from time to time. I thought that was pretty funny. I wasn't expecting that. So she's going to go on and uh, talk about her results. 70% Chinese, 10% Korean. Oh. Whoa. Okay, I'm 10.9% Korean, uh, 7.5 Manchurian and Mongolian, Uh 0.5% Japanese, and then 10% broadly East Asian. Well, the Asian woman <laughs> has all these different Asian countries. I did not see that coming. I know. I was also shocked by that. Doug, you want to hear my 23andMe results? Uh, German, Dutch, English. I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> At least 1% Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So this I found to be a little bit weird because I think that she doesn't like Koreans. I think she's like turned off by the fact that she's uh, 10% Korean. But um, I'm, I have to say I'm really surprised that I've got uh, 10% Korean. Yeah. So what, 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 is, what, is there an impact here? Because when I found out I had not a lick of Irish in me, it, it changed me. So I think that Jessica's a racist. I'm pretty sure, based on what I've listened to so far. And I will throw this out there. Chinese people are about the racist people, the most racist people on Earth. Like, they literally have to change movie posters and take the black guys out in order to <laughs> sell movies in China. This is a true thing. China, Chinese people hate black people. And this one seems to hate Koreans for some reason, too, which is, I don't know what the point of that is. It's kind of weird. But uh, she explains that she really thought she was 100% Chinese. Whoa! I seriously want to bet money that I was going to be 99% Chinese. Okay. So that's very exciting. And, of course, Dan is like me. Dan's going, well, I mean, none of this is surprising to me. Like, wh- what do you mean? Is there an you know? analogy between that and the and European? Like, it, is, the, uh, is the analogy, it's... like, Italian versus French? Or... I like that. He's like, all right, for us white guys, what are you talking about? <laughs> Korea and China and Japan? Is that, like, French and Italian? Because those are the countries I understand. Yes. Right. You, you're either black. Brown, white, or yellow, right. and you're in the yellow category. That's all we care about. We don't. Right, right. I don't care what percentage of yellow you are. Hundred <laughs> percent, apparently, is is the percentage. All right, uh, Doug. What did you pick up on from this episode that you listened to? So they were throwing around the Nazi. Dan throws around Nazi a lot. Okay. The the episode that I listened to, it's really weird. They record it in October, I think, and then release it like three months later. So my my clip four, I think, explains this, but they they started recording it right after Charlottesville happened. Okay. But they didn't release it until months later. Smart. You always want to have uh, topical (laughs) (laughs) conversations that get released months later. Um, So as we're recording this, not as it's airing. Uh, like the Charlottesville thing just went down. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this in the year 2020 or something. Um, Which is the year it's going to be released finally. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they spend the, the, the podcast is supposed to be about writers, writers in Hollywood and racism. And they spend a, a solid 20 minutes dissecting Charlottesville and it's just Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. So uh, number six is Dan giving a brief explanation of, of Charlottesville, and then we'll get into that. All right, get rid of the laugh, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Harmon, this guy co-created Rick and Morty. This is going to be great. Uh, they were take, they were remo- removing the statue of Robert E. Lee, so Nazis showed up. Yeah. So people that don't like Nazis showed up. The Nazis had a permit. Okay. <laughs> what do you think what do you think that the Nazis when they went to City Hall got the permit for? I think um I don't think that that Nazis care about Robert E. Lee. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused about this whole thing. Yes. It's, it's, uh, were, okay, were Nazis so, in the Civil War? I don't remember uh, that. I, I don't think Nazis cared about Robert E. Lee. I yeah. don't think Nazis go get permits for anything. They <laughs> fucking blitzkrieg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good they just goose step their way in and <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> so number seven explains what they got the permit. Okay, for. good. Thank you. The people that don't like Nazis didn't have a permit to not like Nazis. The Nazis were, I think, initially just permitted to beat people while the police watched. <laughs> Dan's got 
got this all figured out, doesn't he? Now, yeah, so I learned from our, our president at that time that there were good people on both sides. I don't know if you do that. Doug, but yes. that's, that's what I was told. Unrelated to this, I also learned that there were some bad hombres elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I think so far we're accurate on this one. All right, well, Dan, so the, the, Dan summed that up well, I guess. Yeah. yeah so he's painting Nazis in a negative light. But, <laughs> I, mean... I won't stand for that, WATP. <laughs> Clip eight is when I decided that I did not like Dan Harmon. Okay. I mean, this is getting into politics. Like, look, I'm a fucking liberal. I don't like Nazis. I don't even care if I spread a lie that's not true. Fuck you. You're a Nazi. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's bizarre. That's a little weird. They're just throwing that word around like cuck. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? It's like, do you even know what that means? (laughs) So, I, I don't know if now's the right time or not, but I sent you a video. You're getting called a Nazi by somebody, Mm -hmm. and it happens to be the guy that created this video that you're going to play. I want you to know if the word Nazi loses its sting. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's already kind of lost its sting with me, but let's uh, let's see what uh, Dan has to say here. Hi, I'm Dan Harmon. You're about to watch my controversial new pilot, Daryl. Now, I have to warn you, I originally made it with Showtime uh, for their audience because it's a little groundbreaking for normal people to handle, but... Maybe you'll surprise me. Good luck. Just stop it when you get uncomfortable. Doctor, I just, okay. you know, my wife just had a baby, and I had this dream last night where I was a fish, and I looked up and I saw myself on the boat. Well, Admiral, our time is up. I think the best thing for you to do would be to go home, tuck that baby in, and get yourself a good night's sleep. Okay, thanks a lot, Doctor. No, Admiral, thank you. Thank you for being such a good patient. For taking all the sleeping pills I prescribed to you. So that later tonight, when I'm crawling in your window, I can count on you to sleep like a baby. What the fuck? Well, I do everything but sleep with Uh. yours. All right, I, I, I might tap out at this point. So um, what we just <laughs> that, saw. That's where I made it to. <laughs> what we just saw was uh, Dan Harmon's character, Daryl, just crawled into the window. Now, the baby is a doll, thank God. But uh, he just pulled his pants out. He saw his entire bare ass. Yeah. And it looks like he's going to, um, I don't know, missionary style. He's trying to make his character relatable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Doug. So when, when that is the person... When that is the person that's calling, you know, he's in my face calling me a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all right with it. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think you uh, might be onto something there. Who's that old guy over there? Uncle Paul, Uncle Paul, with the creepy old guy stare. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Paul, now he's coming over here, slowly limping down the hall. It's too late now, cause here comes Uncle Paul. Make a big boy love you. Lick, lick, lick my balls. <laughs> I see what you did there. Now, um, Doug, is there a payoff to this video? I don't think we're going to get to it, but maybe there's something that's redeeming. About <laughs> I don't want to see that payoff, Jesus. Yeah. No, no. The, the, the what I wanted to do is because I know that when I came on here and said that uh, Dan Harmon was an un- untalented piece of shit, that I'm going to get a bunch of fucking hate for it because yeah. there's a bunch of Rick and Morty fans and community fans. Sure. I don't give a fuck. If if this is what this guy does, I win. Like, I don't give a fuck. Fair enough. All right. I mean, it's art, so 
You can't, you can't <laughs> critique it too much. You're, he's, you're, he's not actually <laughs> raping a baby, Doug. <laughs> just okay. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> he goes, okay, you say so. All right, uh, if he were, I don't think he'd have uh, the camera set up and the lighting the way that it is. So I want to get into the second part of the conversation. I want to continue hearing you defend this video. I think we can... <laughs> I know. I'm defending it. I mean, it's, it's disturbing. You know what's weird, Doug, is hosting the creep-off has changed my entire perspective on humanity. So, like, nothing freaks me out anymore mm. because people are fucking creeps. So when I see shit like that, like, I, I four years ago, I'd be like, this is insane. What are they doing? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know all about this. I can do this oh, show art. from my apartment, right? Isn't that cool? <laughs> you know, nope. <laughs> oh, nope. You got to right. be here in the studio with me. Okay. All right. So this is the other topic that they, they want to go into. Not they. Jessica wants to get into. All right. The heavier thing we, I want to talk about is uh, Apu and the right. Simpsons. So. Uh, Let her rip. Thank you. Come again. All right. So this is the big topic of discussion right now is Apu. And I guess there was a documentary that came out. They talked about how racist that character is and how terrible it is. And and she's wildly offended by it. <sighs> she starts talking like Dan Harmon. <laughs> I don't know if this is contagious or what the deal is here. So, uh, yeah, uh, this, this, yes, today's Monday. Sorry, sorry to break the magic, um, but we record on Mondays. Um, uh, 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 so, um, uh, uh, I don't know if that's supposed to be endearing because that's also the way that Justin Roiland does like the characters with all the stuttering oh, and yeah. stammering and yeah. stuff like that. I I guess that's a style of comedy that I'm not aware of. I don't know. I think that's because Rick's <laughs> usually drunk, but I don't know. <laughs> well, so is Dan and maybe Jessica. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Let's get into it here, Doug. I, I don't know if you're a fan of Apu or The Simpsons. Are you familiar with this matter? Yeah. Okay. So let's see what the problem is here. And uh, last night, the newest episode of The Simpsons really really fucking shit the bed on the whole situation they essentially doubled down on being tone deaf out of touch clueless old white guys so um there is a great great fantastic article npr article written by linda holmes about it um i really really recommend everybody go and read this first off you lost me if there's a great npr article about this <laughs> I, I doubt it and uh, also lighten up it's a fucking cartoon all right i mean to get this offended over a fucking cartoon character and i don't know if you're aware of this some people might not be but uh the simpsons they have a lot of like uh characters that are kind of stereotypes yeah groundskeeper willie right and luigi the guy who makes pizza (laughs) they call him a greaseball it's like they act like apu is the only fucking stereotype on the show there's tons of stereotypes yeah the joke every single one right but was it wasn't hasn't Apu been trying to sell beef jerky for twenty plus fucking years? Yes, <laughs> yeah, but now it, now it's a problem, of course. And so, um, yeah, this is the offensive thing that the Simpsons did. They got this NPR article written, and it got Jessica really upset. And then it gets worse. Uh, after Marge asks what she's supposed to do, Lisa Lisa looks directly at the camera. It's hard to say, she says. Something that started decades ago and was applauded and inoffensive is now politically incorrect. What can you do? And she looks at a framed photo next to her bed of a poo, which is signed, Don't Have a Cow, a Poo. 
Marge puts a hand on her shoulder and says, some things will be dealt with at a later date. If at all, Lisa responds, both look blankly at the audience. She's appalled by this scene in The Simpsons. Yep, crowd. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's fucking ridiculous. So, yeah. And this she's conversation. talking about, like, Lisa and Marge are real people. Right. Yeah, she looks right at the camera. Can you believe has that? Has the audacity to, like... <laughs> They break down the fourth wall. Yeah, it wasn't spontaneous, you know. <laughs> well, that's what she's upset about more than anything else. Because this conversation goes on for like 45 minutes about how offensive this is. And at first, I get really annoyed, Doug. I've talked about this before. These shows where everyone just agrees with each other are annoying. You know, I don't need everyone on there to be like, yeah, I know, that is offensive. Yeah, like, have I would, one person I would tend on. to agree, but I don't want to at this juncture. <laughs> Am I right about that, Doug? <laughs> You agree, right? In, in her case, I think what she does, I don't I don't have a good example of it to to play for you, but I know that several times when he was caught in his stuttering and stammering, mm-hmm. she would just start agreeing and I think she was just trying to get him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, wait, wrap it up, buddy. <laughs> the uh, okay. Uh, I thought your your no, pause. No, that's was... that's no, my pause was to decide um how I want to say fuck you to the Simpsons. All right, Jessica, you've lost me. Yes. <laughs> you want to say fuck you to The Simpsons? It's a cartoon show. You can watch it or not watch it. You can like it or not like it. And but I, it's not I know this to ruin is, your life. This has been covered, but back to the stereotypes things. Apu was one of the more likable stereotypes when you look yes. at the hardworking, yeah. successful family man, like yeah. all of those Friendly. things. Yeah, like everyone loves him. Yeah. It's it's one of those weird things where it's like they're not shitting on him like they do. Groundskeeper Willie is always drunk and fucking around, <laughs> yeah. and fucking off, trying to kill you. Yeah, like like the, our wired Scottish people go, "This is fucking insane." <laughs> yeah. They're probably drunk, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> having a good time with yeah, it. Yeah, they're drinking too much to get to be appalled by it, but. <laughs> So fucking stupid, this whole this whole thing. And uh, Dana Gould, if you know who that is. I'm very familiar with Dana Gould. He was a, a writer on The Simpsons for a long time. Very liberal guy. He used to be on Adam Carolla all the time. He's not anymore because uh, Adam Carolla had the audacity to think for himself. And uh, so she has an issue with him. And um, in it, like, the at one point, Hari Kondabolu interviews Dana Gould, who wrote on The Simpsons for several, several years. Um, and it's, like, a very respected writer. Uh, and he... But his answers were so tone deaf and so, like... Like, this was a guy who was so not aware um, because he talks about how, you know, he does that very typical white man writer thing where he says, well, you know, it's the funniest thing. Like, the mm-hmm. funniest joke always wins, blah, blah. But he never stops to think, like, what what's behind that statement is he does. This is somebody who didn't stop to think, who is it funniest to? Because guess what? A poo is not the funniest thing to Indian Americans. It's not the funniest thing to most people of color. Like when when you say it's the funniest thing, you mean it's the funniest thing to white guys. Talk about retarded. Talk about retarded. Jessica, I don't know if she realized she's being actively racist. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's like, oh, well, that's like what white guys say. Like, well, what does that have to do with anything? I would challenge her in that statement in that Indian guys probably don't find Apu funny. They just think, I'm glad that we're being represented on this show. And then all the other people of color, they think it's funny. Correct. And I want to point this out. Like, Dave Chappelle has a lot of jokes about white people stereotypes that are funny. You don't, it's comedy. You don't have to take it so seriously. You can laugh at yourself. You can laugh at whatever. This idea. I've been zinged and I love it. This idea that 
Apu <laughs> is offensive to 1.2 uh, billion Indian people yeah. is fucking insane. <laughs> it would be different if there if there was a character on The Simpsons that was Korean and she just ran around the neighborhood eating people's dogs. I could understand <laughs> if she was if she was to get upset by that. Oh, you haven't seen season twenty four because <laughs> yeah. that's uh, one of the main. <laughs> that's all it's about. Yeah, <laughs> that's all that's going on. All right, we'll get back to the Simpsons talk, but I want to <laughs> hand it over to you, Doug, to see what else you picked up on. So earlier, you touched on the way that. Dan talks. Yeah. So I, I would like you to play my clip number two. This is the intro to the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm Dan Harmon, and this is Jessica Gao. Okay. So that was after I edited it for about 15 minutes. Clip oh. number one is how it went out on air. <laughs> okay. Here. I, 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 yeah, I'm Dan Harmon, I, 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 and this is uh, 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 Jessica Gao. Fuck. This is, what I, this is what I mean. Like He sounds like an idiot. He sounds like a total idiot. I know he's not. I think he's a brilliant uh, storyteller and and comic writer, comedic writer, but that sounds dumb. I think what it is, is he probably has a brain that moves faster than his mouth. Mm. So when he's writing, he can get everything out and formulate it. He just shouldn't have a podcast. Well... I see. I don't like that excuse because, like, I've heard Stuttering John say that too. Like, people who stutter, they're like, "Well, I'm just too smart." Like, well, no, <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> My brain just moves so quickly. Mm, I'm so it? smart, I can't make a point. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I, I don't know about that, but you might be right, Doug. I don't. Know. Well, but to to go against what I just said, <laughs> yeah, please. they record it and three months later put it out. They could edit it. Well, I mean, what took me 15 minutes could take somebody else three. Right. No shit. And also, I've edited out stutters before on my show. The waveform, you can tell. You can look at it and be like, oh, that person said I five times in a row. I'll just take out four of them. Oh, yeah. It's not that difficult to yeah. do. You learn what a, a lip smack looks like. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Andy, for teaching me what a lip smack looks like. Fucking trucker Andy. <laughs> it's getting real Go personal. With, uh, <laughs> clip, clip 22 is another uh, example of his... Speaking. Pretty simple sometimes to just go get a load of this guy. <laughs> like, um, like, 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 oh, like, 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 I, I, you know, I, the rules of thumb, including like the longer they talk, the less you talk. Yeah, there was a show called, I think it was called Harmontown. He had a podcast for a long time, and Andy was trying to get me into it. He's like, oh, I gotta check out Harmontown. So I, I, I listened to it. I can't listen to this guy talk. Yeah. It's so annoying. Spit it out. Please. Yeah, I, I've listened to a lot of shitty podcasts because of you. Yep. And this one was probably the hardest for me to get through. Interesting. All right. Well, I, I between his his speaking and then what they were saying, I fundamentally disagree with. And then on top of that, neither one of them can actually get to a point. Yeah. Well, this is uh, an example of them kind of agreeing with each other over nonsense. You know what? It's like Simpsons, like, have the fucking balls to say we only care about white people. Because that's really what that's saying. That's what this episode says. That's what that scene says. The the It's really saying, we think this is funny. We're white dudes. This is funny to white people. And that's who we care. That's the audience we care about. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, this uh, is ironic because the Simpsons are yellow. Yeah, I know. Yellow on yellow crime it's here. The, it's <laughs> the most liberal people in the world who write for the Simpsons. They're not white supremacists or whatever the fuck they think is going on here. It's, it's so insane say what she's saying and for dan to be like yeah i would just i, I would immediately be like what are you talking about yeah, that's retarded. explain yourself yeah so then so first she's trying to say that 
the Apu character is a white supremacist and, or, or I, I don't even know what she's trying to say. It's, I guess it's fucking Nazism. Who knows what she's trying to say? But then she changes the argument here. When we, when we get dragged down into that level of argument, mm-hmm. it's like no one's ever going to win. It becomes anecdotal. Yeah. It's not, and I'm not saying comedy is about science. I just mean that it, who cares if it, 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 the, the, the comedy rule should be, is it, is it boring now? Is it is it easy now? Is it you know? It's should, hack. We, should we? Oh, okay. So Dan finally starts pushing back, and he yeah. goes, "Well, listen. There's no rules to comedy. If people think it's funny, it's funny. That's that's what it is." And thank you, Dan, for saying that. I was waiting for him to finally talk some sense to her, and then she changes it to, "Yeah, but it's hack." Okay. So you're offended by hack comedy? I mean, I am. <laughs> Tom Myers offends the shit out of me, but I'm not. NPR's not writing articles about Tom Myers' stand-up. Yeah. Maybe they should. Maybe they, maybe they have. I haven't done a lot of. I haven't done a lot of Google searching on that. To, to be honest with you, so Doug, you started this show by playing a clip that was um, about sixty-three seconds that I couldn't make heads or tails of. I didn't know what the fuck Dan was talking about. I have a similar clip. This is a lot shorter, but please listen closely. I'm looking at the chat. I'm looking at Discord. I'm looking at YouTube. Someone, please explain to me what this is. He's trying to say here. If it's true that. Someone problematizing a poo is in itself comedically meta problematic. If it if it's true that uh, problematization is uh, anathema to comedy because it's so unfun, prove it. That doesn't make any sense, Rick. <laughs> what the fuck did he just say? I've never heard the word problematizing or problematization before. I don't think those are words. Yeah, he's fucking with us. <laughs> he might be. I, 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 if he said that to me on my show, I wouldn't be able to argue with him. I'm like, well, yeah, okay, oh, I'd just good, be laughing. Good points. <laughs> yeah. I you're think making you're right some about good that. points here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that one, Dad. You got me. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh, it reminds me of when I was younger, I used to go to this place called uh, Stratford, Ontario in Canada. My uh, my parents were big fans of Shakespeare. So I'd go and we'd watch Shakespeare plays. That was our summer vacation every year. And um, it might as well be Italian. I have no idea what they're saying. That that style of English does not compute to me. It's not English. That's kind of like what Dan was doing just now. I'm just like, I, those are words. It yeah. sounds like English. I, I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. But... It's something. <laughs> okay. This next clip I want to play. This is Dan finally making some points because Jessica is saying that the Simpsons should just go away. She wants them to be done. He's like a side character. But wait, are we are we really talking about taking Apu out of the Simpsons? Because then, yeah. that, so then it becomes like the gun control debate. It's like, 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 are we are we? It, it, well, I mean, it's, it becomes easy to sure. argue against removing. Well, Apu. first of all, I mean, I'm a little biased because I think the Simpsons just needs to like has really really run its course. It's an easy thing to say about Saturday Night Live or Simpsons or anything. I don't like, think this. Who, is, why do we? I don't care? think the same thing of Saturday Night Live. I definitely think the oh, same well, thing. Oh well, fuck you. Saturday Night Live needs to Simpsons. die by fire. Like what? <laughs> The most okay, what's most heartbreaking about all of this is the clear uh fundamental lack of empathy on the part of the Simpsons writers. It's insane the amount the lack of empathy they have for people th- th- who don't look like them. You know what I'm upset about? This Jessica woman, who's seventy percent Chinese, okay. is speaking English, which is our language. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, crossing the is, line, if you ask this me. This is cultural appropriation, and I won't stand for it. It sounds like English is her first language, too. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not cool, Jessica. Not fucking cool. <clears throat> I love that Dan made the point. He's like, okay, I mean, you, it's easy to say that you don't like the show anymore and it's jumped the shark, but still people watch it. You know, SNL sucks, but it's still on TV. You don't have to watch it. It's fine. She's like, no, it has you to go, has to go away now. Any of this has to do with it being their number one competition? Like, it, to me, it's it seems like there's probably a correlation. Interesting. I didn't even think about that. You're right. This is uh, peak Rick and Morty. This is going back to like 2018 oh. when this was all going down. But Dan's actually, sta- he's the one standing up for it. But she yeah. does write on uh, Rick and Morty. She is one of the writers on there, which I lose some respect for that show based on that. By the way, Amish Space Force actually did translate that clip that I played where I couldn't understand what they were saying. He says uh, he's trying to say that you can put your boots in the oven, but that don't make them biscuits. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone's making some sense around here. Jesus. Some, some sense. <laughs> Maybe we could just put a, a pause on recording the rest of this episode, send him over an episode, and he can transcribe it and translate it. <laughs> yeah. Send it back, and then the we subtext. can speak on that. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> what Dan's trying to say is uh, white guys be crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and women be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. Now I get it. Okay. So um, let's see what else Jessica has to say about The Simpsons. Apparently there's a character named Dr. Wong on the on Rick and Morty. Is that right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. paid by Susan Sarandon. Yep. Okay, so play my clip number 23. All right. Be happy to. Dr. Wong is a conscious choice. Like, I wanted to... I made her an Asian woman because I wanted to give an Asian actor a role, and I wanted Rick and Morty to have an Asian character for, for once. Wait, am I wrong about that? I thought it was Susan Sarandon <laughs> who played Dr. Wong. That's in the credits. <laughs> Hold on a second. Now i got to look this up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the funny. Asian woman didn't want the job. <laughs> uh, let me just do a quick... Uh, yeah, it is Susan Sarandon. Is Susan Sarandon Asian? <laughs> Lay off the Asians. <laughs> what is going on right now, Doug? I, I'm wildly confused. I'm actually more informed than usual, and I'm wildly confused. I wish I didn't know what was going on. Well, let me get back to this real quick, um, because she has some things to say about the writers of The Simpsons. That's the problem, is that what The Simpsons are saying is what we dinosaurs think are funny uh, is... Uh, is infinitely more important than if it hurts you as a human being. Damn. Yeah. Yes. By, the w- by the way, the Simpsons' <laughs> only job is to be funny. Yes. That's the only thing they're trying to do. They're not going to solve racism. No. It's a cartoon show. They're not, not trying to solve racism on this show, Jessica. We fell in love with the Simpsons because they roasted our own culture. Yes. Yeah. Correct. And they yeah. made fun of uh, families. Did you notice that the 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 white guy father is an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> Did you pick up on that? Nuance. He's an idiot. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Fucking piazza. I can't help but do that now. Every time I hear that, <laughs> it's really a problem. In in my research for this episode, I I believe what I read is that the other co-founder of Rick and Morty. Yeah. What's his name? Justin Roiland. Yeah. Okay, so he is alleged to be on the flight logs to Epstein Island, and then Dan Harmon is, of course, the baby fucker that we played that video of. <laughs> yep. um, I also read that there is a lot of incestuous undertones in Rick and Morty. Is that true? Um, I guess Summer... The mom is fucking herself. Oh, yeah. The, that's, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How did I forget about that? How did I forget about season six? Uh, yeah, the mom fucks her, herself. It's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I don't know about the incest thing. <laughs> 
So I guess so that, I, there's I, that. I, I don't necessarily trust where I was getting my information from, you know, because it's it's obviously slanted. But yeah, it, it just Whoa, seems you're talking odd. About Jessica, right now, that's that's offensive. <laughs> I'm offended for you, Jessica. That was inappropriate. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> All right, guys. I want to present to you brilliant comedy writer Dan Harmon. I am trying to achieve fucking empathy for the dark side that I represent. And fuck you. You're welcome and stick it up your ass. I fucking hate you. All right, Dan. Good stuff. Good jokes there, buddy. Dan hates himself so much for being a white guy. And I guess I guess this is what Hollywood does to people is they make you feel like you're a piece of shit for achieving things and being successful Unless you're a minority, then then it's great. Jessica, as we mentioned, is appalled by this uh, response that The Simpsons had to that documentary because the way they addressed it was just like, yeah, some things are now offensive that weren't offensive and, you know, get over it. It's basically what The Simpsons said on their episode. Yeah, the it's Simpsons like, responded yeah. to this guy's documentary and the, with with, wah, with, a, fuck with you. a very measured wah, fuck you. <laughs> it's not even an impulsive one. Like, like yeah, it was a clear it was they clearly broke it in the a story thought, room. Yes, totally. It was a thought out wah, fuck you. Like that's that's the the part that really really gets to me is knowing like as a writer knowing how many fucking levels that went through and the fact that the fucking network didn't say anything Thing or was overruled like that no wow. one in that pro- so ma- dozens upon dozens of people went through m- several like weeks of of this for that to go through an air on television now do you want me to play the devil's advocate yes yes please please because jessica's out of her mind so at this time dog I'll, I'll let you know what happens dan goes you know maybe i should actually watch this thing that you just told me about before critiquing it, because he even says, he goes, if someone was on a podcast talking about Rick and Morty and they hadn't even seen the show, I'd be kind of pissed about that. Maybe I should actually sit down and Fuck watch Rick this. and Morty. That show sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe I, should, maybe I should sit down and watch this thing before I just go on and on about it. So then he actually watches the, uh, the scene that Jessica's complaining about. And uh, they come back. They're not saying that. They're saying we're not going to address it. Don't have a cow. It literally says don't have a cow signed a poo yeah, on that a, fucking framed it's picture. A, it's a reference to the problematic. They're drawing a, they're shining a flashlight on the problematic. Yeah, and they're saying we don't care. No, that's the oh, problem. I, that's where I disagree with you. Remember that flow chart thing that we do where we, we, we analyze like where we disconnect you know like i i like when i i saw that with my white eyeballs you okay but you also <laughs> saw a 12 eyes. second clip and not i know the entire yeah, episode. absolutely yeah. of course of course but but i think it's because we can't we can't mm-hmm. like pause the podcast but again you're also coming it, at it like, as a as an older white writer yes yes and yeah. I'm, I'm saying my point of view is like there is another way to i mean like 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 come on jessica is not just a racist but an ageist as well yeah so because Dan is mid-40s and a white guy, he's not even allowed to speak on the topic Oh, and he's he has a, the wrong opinion. He's a guy. It's the patriarchy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, he's doing everything wrong, this fucking guy. Fucking Jessica, guy. what the fuck is wrong with you? She can really go get fucked. I think he, he touched on it that she's not going to be able to take in the whole scene all at once. She can only yeah. see a third of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know what, Doug? Since you brought that up, I want to also point out. Jessica's fat. She's a fat woman. And she married a white guy. She hates white people. She married a white guy. 
She hates them. She hates our culture. She loves Chinese people who are all racist and put Muslims in uh, slave camps. She's fine with all that. I, I don't hear her critiquing China, but she's critiquing Hollywood, which these are the most liberal people on the fucking face of the earth. So she just might be miserable. She is miserable. She sucks. <laughs> is, she, is, is she one of those noodle slurpers you were talking about last week? <laughs> By the way, I want, to point, I want to point something out. Someone called me out in our subreddit, and I went, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. Faux is Vietnamese, not Korean. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know these Koreans at the faux restaurant. Like, oh, I'm an idiot. Oops. That was dumb. That was dumb of me, Doug. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> he fu- he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Noodle slurpers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doug, what else did you pick up on, buddy? Uh, number 17. So this is Dan attempting to tell Jessica about one of the f- most widely accepted funniest things ever to come out of the Internet. Okay. He doesn't get off to a good start. Cody listens to this podcast, Reply All, which is just about internet culture. Mm -hmm. And um, they were talking about the uh, dog. What is the account that rates dogs? Rate dog rates? We rate dogs or dog? What? Fuck, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is not going well so far. All right. So Mumble Mouth finally gets around to telling his story. Number 18 is is him picking back up and talking about what is widely agreed as one of the funniest things on the Internet. But it it, it always it gives every dog an 11 to 14 rating, like out of one to 10. 10, Like it's it's just like every dog gets an 11 or a 12 or and uh, and there was a there was a famous exchange where a guy wrote in and said a guy wrote to them and said, like, (laughs) your rating system is bullshit. Like, 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 at least admit that it's bullshit. And and it's very serious and really trying to take. Yeah, he went there for a serious dog rating system. And and it was widely agreed that probably one of the funniest things in the last 10 years of the Internet was the dog rating account responding to the guy saying, like, they're good dogs, Brent. (laughs) Something like that. All right. Sounded like he communicated a point just now. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I know. I was like, oh, I actually am following this. Interesting. Yeah, he communicated a point, but if that is what is widely accepted, I, I think the guy that broke the glass jar in his butthole is funnier than this. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, Dan's not great on podcasts. And I've made this point many times before, Doug, but it, it needs to be said. Podcasts are ruining celebrities. They're they're overexposed. That's why no one cares about award shows or any of this shit. Because it's like, yeah, this person's all over Instagram and TikTok. I don't give a fuck about this person. Comedians, too. Comedians are just on, like, you know, I'm not talking specifically about Bob Levy. But if you do six fucking podcasts a day, it's like, all right, all right we get it. You know, we, we've seen enough of this person that uh, it's a little bit of overexposure. And uh, it starts to get old a little bit. So, I don't know. If yeah, isn't there a saying like leave them wanting more or something? <laughs> yes, yeah, correct. <laughs> there will be no encore is what I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me just explain how dumb Jessica is. But you're coming. You're saying this as of a poo without you're saying this as if the Simpsons without a poo wouldn't be the Simpsons anymore. No. That's, what, how did you ever get that? But, uh, because that's crazy. <laughs> no, that's absolutely. I can't believe you heard that. Dum, 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 that's dum, not dum. what I'm saying. That's not what they're right, saying. What are you saying? I'm act- I mean, Dan's argument for all of this is like, well, it's comedy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not trying to solve the world's problems. It's a comedy yeah, show. Do you want to watch a cartoon where everyone gets along? 
Right. And d- it, does it, chores. It's so, it's so stupid. <laughs> like, right. Come on. So she tries to change the argument. Like, oh, well, you think that Apu is the central character of The Simpsons? No one's saying that. Nobody ever <laughs> No one has ever fucking said that. By the way, going back to the Italian guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what his last name is? No. Luigi Risotto. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I had to look it up. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I had to look that up. I used to do a show with a guy named Ricotta. Huh. Here comes the grease ball. <laughs> I bring you the pizza. Why are you going to make it the fun? <laughs> All right. Let's find out. <laughs> Doug's not abused. He's not as big of a Simpsons fan as we are. <laughs> Let's find out um, how white the writers are on the Simpsons. How white do you think the Simpsons writers room is? I, I'm sure it's as white as the driven snow. Yeah. I But... Wait, what does that imply? That there, if there's a black man in the in the in the Simpsons writers' room, that he's his job is no, to like but jump that's up when on we the get table into, and but go that's, like, this is where we get into who do they care about and who is this for? You know, damn it, he was about to say something funny. I know. And she, she, uh, <laughs> Finally, uh, she had to interrupt and explain. No, white people are all about spreading white supremacy all the time. So, well, that's not actually true. And how white are the, how white is Denmark? Who gives a shit? Like, there's there's white people. I'm sorry, Jessica. It's it's kind of the people who founded this country. I'm I'm sorry that's what happened. I apologize. Um, Doug, you got a lot of clips here. Let's uh, let's hit some of the main points. You reference quite a bit that you think that Dan is a comedic genius. <laughs> well, he's, I, I he's... love Rick and Morty. <laughs> Clip number nineteen is him explaining what comedy is. Oh, good. Comedy sometimes is actually like just lateral fucking like straight manning someone who has so is putting so much energy into the vaudeville act of your exchange. Somebody climbs up on stage and is wearing a gorilla costume and they're dancing and spinning and jumping and frothing. Um, Is he talking about that one guy in the Simpsons writer's room again? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The funniest thing to do probably isn't uh, a bigger gorilla costume, a tappier dance. Uh, It's probably just to say something like, uh, got milk? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) A tappier dance is kind of funny. (laughs) I like that. Doug's trying to convince me that I don't like Dan Harmon, but it's not working on that clip. (laughs) I enjoyed that. So the, the last part of the episode that I listened to, they started getting in talking about trolling, people trolling. And number 20 is Dan um, mumbling his way into figuring out why people troll. What about the trolls? The higher you rise above it, the 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 f- more Jack the Ripper these like trolling attempts are going to be like they're never going to stop. There's never going to be a high point where you're so high up in the air that they're like, I can't reach you. They're going to be like, they will just, they will, they will bust out N words and C words and, 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 and just literally tell you that they're going to kill you and rape you and, and all this stuff. Like they're, they'll do it because they're, they're, what they're trying to do because they're not funny. They're trying to make you write their punchline. There, I, that's just occurring to me. I'm very proud of myself. Like that yeah, is, that, that's, that's what this trolling that is what thing is. is. Yeah. Is that what trolling is? So I, I think the, the first thing he uses the word trolls, just like he uses the word Nazis. Yeah. So if somebody doesn't agree with his point of view, then they're trolling him. Right. That in his mind, they're actively trying to get a reaction out of him. Okay. You know, when, mm. 
if I put a tweet up or something and somebody comments about how shitty my show is, I don't think that they're trolls. I think that they just think that my show is shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they just have opinion. an opinion about things. Right, yeah. <laughs> I've got to let Doug know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. And then uh, Clip 21 is, is I, I believe that Dan, if he wanted to, he could be a pretty good troll. If somebody says they, they want to rape you and stick your Chinese head on a pike and, like, fuck your parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, those are pretty good jokes. <laughs> you wrote your own punchlines there, buddy. Good job. Man, he could write for The Simpsons. It's only 70% Chinese, by the way, I want to point out. Oh, okay. That's what we learned today. 10% Korean, Jessica. I'm... I think I've only got two more clips that I I really want to get to. Okay. Number 25 is him explaining why he wants equality and why he is a liberal. Um, uh, This brings up a really provocative, like, hypothetical. Because here's the the reason why I'm liberal. It's because I'm a narcissist and an elitist, and I want equality as soon as possible because i want before i die it to be acknowledged that i was the most talented person in the world and had no fucking advantage you're really selling me on this liberalism thing man yeah (laughs) (laughs) that sounds great i also want to be praised and and i want to be an elitist cool i'm not sure what that meant again dan loses me sometimes he's he's a little bit self-serving i think yeah okay so i think what i heard in that is he wants to pretend that everybody is equal so he can prove to everybody that he is above everybody else. How does that make sense? I don't How does anything that he said make sense? I want all of you to be equal. I wish everyone was, was six feet tall so that I'd be the tallest person. Like, wait, what? That doesn't even work that way. That's not how that works. Okay. And then the, the last clip, it's really long, and, and you can play it if you want to. I'd, if you want to hear a story about Chevy Chase offering yes. to come in somebody's coffee, yes, number 16. So <laughs> I, I'm sure you did the research about how Dan and Chevy Chase had a uh, very famous falling out. Yes. Chevy was on his show Community, and he got blasted pretty hard. Uh, it turns out Chevy Chase is a uh, an asshole. I don't know if everyone knew that or not, but but didn't didn't Harmon get fired from Community as well? Or yes, I don't know. Or Rick and Morty, or both? Not Rick and Morty <laughs> yet. Justin Roiland did. Uh, I don't know about Community. I can't remember. Anyway, whatever. I, I, Allison Bree on Community um, uh, at the craft service table, uh, season one, um, uh, looking for cream to put in her coffee and uh another gentleman who i will give his anonymity um uh famous for his <laughs> his ability to control the room by rubbing people the wrong way and and shocking people and all this other stuff like very, very knee-jerk like responds to uh Allison Bree looking for cream for her coffee by offering his semen. Mm-hmm. Um Allison Bree, without batting an eye, responds affirmatively, says, Yeah, get it in there, put it in there, whip it out, put put your cum in there. The the aforementioned uh legend uh <laughs> shrinks in a way that I've never seen recedes stops talking about it no more joking now I, and i want to interject with that like i'm definitely not suggesting this is what you should do ladies like no fucking way am i saying that okay so i i don't believe the tail end of that story 
You don't think I, so? You don't think Chevy Chase was like, oh, shit, she called me. She called me out. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so I'm not saying I've heard what everything that you said about Chevy Chase, well-known being for being an asshole. Yeah. But when even to this day in a fucking office, if somebody says I need cream in my coffee, I raise my hand and volunteer. <laughs> this is not exclusive behavior to Chevy Chase. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> also, I just want to say, because I'm a big Howard Stern fan, that Chevy Chase and, and Howard had um, an issue for many years, and then they made up, and then Howard got married to Beth O, and Chevy Chase gave a speech at his wedding, and it famously was the most offensive speech ever given at any wedding ever, where he just talked about like having butt sex with Howard and all this crazy shit. And there's like you know families and children and shit like <laughs> that. Like Chevy Chase does not give a fuck. <laughs> He's a problem sometimes. The problemization of uh, Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, a problem. Yeah. Problematizing <laughs> weddings. This guy. Okay, you so be careful. With, with that being said, uh, Chevy Chase being the type of guy that will stand up in front of a group of kids and talk about butt fucking Howard Stern. Yeah. Do you believe for a second that he shrunk when she said, whip it out, come in my coffee? No, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 Chevy's been around way too long. To not know that that could be one of the scenarios that happens when you say he, that. He probably just called her a slut and moved on. He didn't even... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An ignorant slut. Touche, slut. Let's stand right now. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Doug, are we ready to move on? Yes. All right. This has been fun. This has been a fun discussion today. I don't care what anyone says on Reddit. This has been a lot of fun today. <laughs> but now I'm gonna get a bunch of hate. I'm gonna get a bunch of hate this fucking time too. No, you're good, buddy. I think it's time. It's time to mock Zumok. And honestly, I don't even know if that bumper is correct or not. I don't know if we're gonna mock Zumok. I he had a big W this week. Yeah. And he, he knocked it out of the park. Uh, I can't wait to discuss this, but first, Mr. Magenta. Set in a song that we have to play. His name is Zimak and he bombs across the land. <laughs> His bank account has never gone above a ground. <laughs> and when he lies, he really shows he has no plan. <laughs> oh, Zimak, Zimak, watch him drink till he can't stand. His name is Zumak, and he don't seem to understand. He is a retard to fuck with Levy and Brandon. Oh, Zumak, Zumak, watch him lose all of his fans. And when he bombs, all of his gigs will get shit canned. Oh, yeah. Zuzudumark's a tool, and he looks like a ghoul. Zuzudumark's a tool, yeah, fuck you, fuck you. Mr. Magenta! Whoa! Wow! Coming in hot! I didn't know uh, Rio had a big finish like that. That's really weird. It's so weird. He sent me a note. He's like, I had written out verses, but it didn't work. So I just decided to vamp. <laughs> Mr. Magenta is fucking vamping over the outro. Which is uh, he can vamp whenever he wants. Hilarious. Well done. Doug didn't like it, but I did.
So I made up for Doug's discontent over that. <laughs> you, you more than made up for it. I did. Doug's like, a parody songs, Carl, really? That's what we're doing? He's going to expose me. No, it's your show, man. It I'm... is my show. And that's why I want to bring on my buddy, Brian Johnson, who's coming on the show. He had a big week this week. Wow. <laughs> what a week. What a week, Brian. <laughs> no one saw week. this coming. So as you know, I was promoting your appearance on Misery Loves Company. I talked about it on the show on Wednesday. I've been psyched about it. And uh, I think I talked about it on the creep off. I was, I mean, I've, I've been talking like, you guys got to watch Musical's company on Thursday. Brian Johnson's going to be on there. And Brian Johnson has an issue with Shuley. And I can't wait to find out what that is. Cause I don't even know. And um, well, let's, let's break it down. Let's see what happened. Um, so Brian, this is going to get a little weird because you're going to watch, okay. we're going to watch you. Well, first we're going to watch Chad watching Miserable's Company. <laughs> then we're going to watch you and Chad. Then the inception-like somewhere that happened eventually. Yes, right exactly. now, Cardiff is watching us watching Brian watch Brian watching. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. This is going to get a little weird, but bear with me because we have much to discuss. Starting off with um, this is where they're at. very beginning of Miserable's Company. You can see that Kevin is like, all right, so what's going on here? I thought we were going to have Brian on the show today. What's happening? Uh, so, I, I, Bob, you got to tell everybody what's going on because I told what? him Brian, Brian Johnson was here today, but I guess he can't do the show. What? You, no, you don't want him on. Well, I, I, I didn't say I didn't want him on, but I'm not going to put up with somebody making up shit about somebody that isn't true and never met the guy. So send him a fucking link then. No, but Julie's there. Is Julie sitting with here. you? No, he left. Ryan Johnson. Where would he go? Up to the house. That's E Rock's friend. Hotstown. <laughs> He's friends with Kevin Smith. Good job, Chad. Show's off to <laughs> I don't even know what to do. He's got it all figured out. <laughs> I mean, if the guy wants to come on and make up shit, let's hear it then. Yeah, but he you know? can he not? He can't not like Shuli. I mean, uh, okay, no, you guys like are friends, but he can't have him on is because he doesn't like Shuli. It's falling apart. Said he didn't like Shuli. Said he didn't like Shuli. What's he bringing besides that? What's he bringing? I don't know. He's he's on Rock show. Oh wow! So that must be fucking huge. All right. So Bob had sent a note to Kevin saying, "Should we have Brian on? He wants to come on and talk shit about Shuli. I don't know that we should have him on." And what happened was Kevin called uh bob back and bob didn't answer because he wanted to talk about it. like really we can't have this guy on like what's what's the issue so then they decided to hash it out at the beginning of the show and they're like what's what's the deal all the while my buddy brian is watching this and he's like what the fuck i thought i was gonna get a link to come on the show today waiting for my link <laughs> yeah right, yeah, right. Where's, waiting where's... for the missing link <laughs> Yeah, where's the link coming? But I was just on the show on this past Tuesday on Mizzou's Company, and a similar thing happened to me, I mean, very different, obviously, where I didn't get the link at 4 o'clock, and I'm just watching the show, and I'm watching them like kind of figure out if they're going to have me on the show or not. They're like, oh, yeah, let's send Carl the link. I'm like, okay, cool. I guess I am going to get a link. It's so weird. It's a weird way to treat guests. I guess <laughs> Brian wasn't having it. I, I was patient. I sat by. I went, all right, oh, wait. That's fine. So um, this is them not understanding who you are, Brian, which probably is part of what made you go, all right, well, then fuck these people. (laughs) Uh, I have no idea. When you have such a great job at Compound Media bringing in hundreds a month, I mean, what can he be upset about? Oh, wow, addicted to profits. I mean, are you being uh, facetious or you really want him to come on? 
Have them come on. I mean, it's not it's not worth the headache, but like I I, you didn't hit me back. I just said no. I called you. I called Uh you. All right. (laughs) Communication (laughs) breakdown. Yeah. So unfortunately, they only know about you because you do a show. Would you kindly with Eric Nagel on Compound? And that's a great thing when you're having somebody on to only know. Sort of casually about the person. Don't don't look him up. Don't don't hit Google to be like, oh, okay, maybe he did a little. He does a little more than that. Yeah, I know. It, it wouldn't <laughs> hurt to Google your name before no, they do this. Because seconds, it would have taken seconds. You would have been probably good, should have researched this. You would have been a good get <laughs> for them on this one. So Kevin thinks that Shuli's the one influencing the decision here mm-hmm. because Shuli's been staying with Bob this whole week, leaving up, leaving uh, leading up to Pottstown, their show tonight in Pottstown. So Kevin's just like, well, what do you mean? We can't have a guy on because he doesn't like Shuli. Did Shuli tell you not to do that? And then this is just kind of odd because my sister-in-law gets involved in this. (laughs) She sends a super chat. And I was surprised that Chad said this. And then being mad at somebody. If you're going to be an asshole, people are going to hate you. I think Christina Marie is about me now. No, I'm talking about other people. <laughs> I think this Christina Marie on a super chat is related to Carl from Rochester. I think she's married to Carl's brother. She sends me messages a lot. And one time they're going to come to my table. It's very odd. It doesn't like. matter when it is. It fucking like. Yeah. Brian Smith is in Kevin Smith Films. He's not a bad guy. He's chill, says Christina Marie. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying for that point of the talk, I wanted to talk about why you know, this guy's mad at Julie for no reason. Yeah, this is an ongoing thing. So a couple of things I want to point out from that clip. First of all, Chris, you message Chad a lot. I, I'll see her on Mother's <laughs> Day tomorrow. I'll have to ask her about that one. Once. I didn't know that you were BFFs with uh, Chad Zubak. That's weird. But the other thing that Bob keeps saying is this guy is mad at Julie for no reason. Julie's a public figure. And I'm not mad. Right. <laughs> There's literally thousands of hours of Julie talking on the radio and on YouTube and on his podcast. Like, he's out there. There could be people who don't like him for a multitude of reasons. And Bob's going, this guy doesn't like Shuli for no reason at all. It's like, we didn't even have him on the show to explain himself. And goes on to say that I, it's because I don't know him, which is the same logic that Shuli used. This guy doesn't even know me. To which I'm like, well, so do you have to know somebody personally to not like them when we're like... Carl, I'm sure there's people that don't like you. I know there's a ton of motherfuckers who don't like me. I never met them personally. Dude, you know why I hate... So, hold hold on. It it goes more than that, though. It's not just about that. It's about these guys think that they are big time on the internet now. Yeah. And that they can just shit all over anybody because, fuck, I've never heard of them. Brian Brian Johnson, who? Mr. Small Time over there. We don't need to get him on the show. Like, if they would have done, as you said, a little bit of research... But then what? It would have it would have went a completely different direction, and they would have treated him a little more civilly because of his following. That even I, shows I, how they're bigger dicks. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's true, though. I think that they if they had realized uh, what Brian's up to, they would have been like, "Oh, great, let's have him on. Let's let's talk about it." And again, this wasn't Kevin's decision. This is all coming from uh, my buddy Bob, and uh, and Bob and I are friends. But uh, this was a bad move on his part to be even concerned that you would come on and talk to you about Shuli. Like that's the best thing to do. Like have him on, talk to him about it, debate him. I, I don't come back at me. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't understand. I, that's interesting. Is. Right. It is. It's conflict. It's MLC. Yeah. That's what MLC is. Right. <laughs> and fuck? to tell you the truth, like I assumed that Shuli would be on, like I didn't think that I would just come on, rip yeah. into Shuli. Like I assumed that they would have him on. So I was prepared for that. Oh yeah. 
100%. And I just want to point out this idea that you can, you have to know someone to dislike them. I hate Andrew Cuomo. I actively hate the former governor of the state. I hate all other drivers. I, I hate those people. Thousands and thousands of people I've never yeah. met. Yeah, the Chinese, the Koreans. I know. I know what you're talking about right now. I don't know them, but I hate them for a multitude of reasons. There's that 1% Nazi. All right. So I mentioned that Chad gets the W this week, and yeah. it wasn't anything that he did, which is the funny part about this. Like, everyone's just like, wow, Chad, you had a great episode. And I'll say this to Chad Zumach. I know, I know Gino's listening. We'll, we'll see what he has to say about this. But I'll say this to Chad. Chad, you should make this episode public because he's already hidden it. In order to watch this episode that I'm showing you right now, you have to be on his Patreon or his YouTube uh, member. Like, this is one of those shows where it's like, no, no, let people just find this organically or if they're seeking it out because this is a big W for you. But it literally happened... Yeah, the W's for wandered into it. Yes, <laughs> correct. Because this is how it all went down. Our review girl, Mary Beth, decided to super chat Chad. <laughs> Mary Beth Johnson, $5. Brian is my husband. I'm begging you DM him a link and he'll come on here. Mud Shark for life. Mary Beth Johnson, is this true? Do you guys want me to go Mud Jack, Kevin's okay. guest? I might have done that when I was all right. fucked up. This will be but fun. <laughs> So literally, Chad had to be told, hey, Brian will come on your show yeah. if you want to have him since they're talking shit about him on Mr. Ghost Company. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that, Brian, you probably initiated that. Uh, yeah, because, well, the way it happened was, I mean, should I go back to the beginning or should we continue with this? And then I can go to the beginning of my Shuli distaste. Let's continue with this because we are going to get okay. to the Shuli stuff in a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was just like, after they didn't send the link and they were arguing and then I'll get to it later. But Bob said a few things that I was like, well, fuck these guys. And since I watched Chad at the same time, I watched them. I was like, fuck it. I should go on Chad's show. Just sort of saying it. And then Mary Beth was like, you definitely should really. It was, she was, oh, okay. The, I, yeah, she was the, what the in, impetus behind it. I don't know if I would have done it without her encouraging me. It's a great move. Because yeah. you even said, I, I didn't pull this clip. You even said, you go, listen, E-Rock and Carl are going to be mad at me for doing this, but I wanted to come <laughs> on your show. And trust me, I was, I was shocked. I was watching this. Yeah. I'll go down in real time. I was like, I was texting you. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I've been bamboozled. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, so yeah, E-Rock didn't think it was a good idea to go on MLC, and then he really didn't think it was a good idea to go on Chad. <laughs> Which is funny because as we're going to play, uh, it turns out, and I'll, I'll play this right now. It turns out because E-Rock is one of uh, the Kumia Cucks. You know, if you, if you check out uh, Chad's uh, blockbuster show, Kumia's Cucks, uh, I'm featured on there. Chrissy, of course, and uh, Anthony. And uh, an E-Rock for some reason, which none of us understood. I had E-Rock on the show, and he goes, I've never talked bad about Chad one time. I don't know why I got <laughs> roped into this. Right out of the gate. I'm good friends with E-Rock. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to shit on E-Rock. Uh, I'm a I, honestly don't, I, I honestly don't have a problem with E-Rock. We used to be pretty good friends. He just kind of yeah. piled me piled on me one day with Kumia, and I was like, all right. So I don't, I don't have a problem with E-Rock. I really don't. Yeah, I'm also a Carl Cuck. I'm really into WATP, WATS, WATP. Yeah, I'm into all that stuff. Okay, so like say it don't me on to your show. I'm kind of crossing into enemy territory, but I think it's important that uh, 
that that you have a voice as well that these two guys just don't run roughshod over you nonstop like they have been. So that was odd because immediately he's like, "Oh, I like Iraq." <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? How is that possible? Chad will very quickly do a one eighty <laughs> when when faced with somebody. Yeah, he might hurt himself one of these days. <laughs> So I thought that was odd. I don't know if Iraq has responded to that to you. But... Brian showed up on the stream, and it's like, oh, the wind's blowing the other way now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All of a sudden, Chad's like, hey, is Carl have anyone booked for this weekend? Because I'm free on Saturday. Everything's coming up Zuma. <laughs> so fucking funny. Dude, I'm wearing exactly the same outfit I was wearing that day. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> so fucking weird. It looks no different. <laughs> My hair's the same. Everything. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even trim your beard for this one <laughs> no all right this is kind of like outside of everything else that i'm getting to but i just want to bring it up because it's very very funny the big controversy that was going on in mlc this day is that chad was caught super chatting himself he's this guy <laughs> named, he's this guy named eddie, eddie baker oh my god it's so embarrassing <laughs> yeah so so this is now again we're watching chad's stream but he's watching mlc and they're discussing this <laughs> It got real slow with super chats and Chad show at one point. And then, and then he goes, uh, and then he wasn't talking. Then he was on his phone. And then all of a sudden Eddie Baker sent him $10. And, uh, and the, the Eddie Baker super chat was come on, super chats. Let's, let's step it up. Super oh. chat. Oh so he basically, he said, he, he basically wanted the letter. He basically was like pretending it was Eddie Baker. And like Eddie Baker was rallying the troops, but it was really Chad rallying the troops as eddie baker so uh and that's of course chad of course chad would do that oh i'm eddie of baker course he would do that eddie baker hi eddie baker <laughs> that's hysterical because <laughs> because i mean kevin brings up a really good point right there um nobody super chats come on super chatters yeah let's start giving this guy more money no one's ever super chatted that in the history of super chats who cares so i thought that was a pretty funny observation on their part <laughs> Let's get into it now, because this is where um, Brian really starts to go off. And your plan, if I'm not mistaken, that's why I have you on here today, so that you can correct me if I'm wrong about any of this stuff, but this is my interpretation. Your plan was to go on and explain your issue with Shuley. You you were not going to go on there and blast Bob Levy or Kevin or any of this. But because Bob Levy's like, I don't want to have this guy on. That kind of opened up the floodgates, and uh, you start taking some shots here that are pretty crazy. The guy's a fucking chain-smoking cadaver who says nothing, who sits by and lets Shuley fucking talk his dumb shit. And that's what I was coming on to MLC today for. I want Shuley to retire. Wow. Shuley, yeah. I'm calling for Shuley's retirement. They're dragging Bob out. When I used to do Comic-Cons, uh, I saw Stan a lot, you know, Stan Lee. Yeah, the, the great Stan Lee Spider-Man. Yeah, towards the end, you know, Stan's in a wheelchair. Stan looks like a wax figure getting pictures taken with him. You know, like he he wasn't even there. And I feel that's the way it's turning with, with Bob Levy. He's just there. He looks like a wax figure. <laughs> wow. This sure did backfire on Bob. I, I bet he wishes he would have just not said anything and just had you on the show at this point because this is not good. No. Well, uh, after we finish this, I'll tell you why I started going after Bob so hard. Okay, good. Uh, another teaser. I like that. Yeah. So then at this point, Brian goes on to explain to Chad that he's not just E-Rock's co-host. 
that he's been in Kevin Smith movies. He made his own movie. He was on Howard Stern promoting it. He started to tell him Steve Dave that's turned into an A&E show called Comic Book Man. He makes 10 times as much as the Shuley Network on his Patreon. Like He's going through all of this stuff. It's just like, what? What? Whoa, what? Holy shit. So Chad's all of a sudden realizing that he's got like an actual celebrity that he's talking to, which I, I noticed he got nervous. <laughs> That's the thing about Chad. Like he started shaking. He's like, oh, <laughs> this is pretty exciting. This guy likes me. Why? So then you go after uh, the Shuley Network. And um, I do want to talk about this with you. I think, well, first off, the whole Shuley Network thing is like, first, first it's the Shuley Network. And then when people call him on it, it's a joke. Right, and, and if that's if that's humor, I don't get it. I don't understand the joke. Like, where's the joke in naming a network after yourself and then telling people you're just kidding around? Um, yeah, and Carl from WATP is very kind to Uncle Rico. You know, like a couple weeks ago and or a week ago when he was on the show, he was talking about how uh, you know Uncle Rico does it the best because they got three comedians, which I couldn't disagree with more. I think they have zero comedians on that show. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Mike Morse, give me a break. I, I, Shots I fired. Day, he has a web. <laughs> Mike Morse has a website teaching other people how to be funny. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I don't, about, like, I don't know much about Mike. I don't know much about. Nobody does because uh, nobody fucking cares to look into him. He's nobody. He's literally <laughs> nobody. He's been on the Stern. He was on the Stern show 20 years ago. I was on the Stern show. Really? I, I never talk about it ever. Yeah. Mike Moore, that clip has it all, by the way, Brian. I just wanted to commend you on that clip because Mike Morris <laughs> is a fucking hack. And I didn't even realize he's, he teaches people how to be funny. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, Blind Mike did a breakdown of the uh, the website. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I know. I finally was made aware of that this week, and I was like, oh, he's one of these guys. Anyone who teaches comedy classes, yeah. it didn't work out for them. That's not what right. successful people do. Right? <laughs> they don't go, oh, okay, well, now that I'm Dave Chappelle, I guess I can teach other people how to, to craft a joke. No, that's not what you do at all when you're actually good at what you do. <laughs> all right. So um, you know how many you know how many comedy classes Bill Burr and Chappelle yeah. and Chris Rock teach? Yeah, probably zero. zero. Exactly zero. <laughs> and and honestly, they probably teach more people comedy than any comedy teacher does. Right. Because that's how you yeah. learn comedy by observing how to craft a joke and how that whole thing works. It's oh, not that like thing's someone, funny. Yeah, yeah. It's not someone explaining it to you. <laughs> this is how you craft a joke. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I get it. All right. So then we talk about me. You know. Chad wants to know what my deal is. Um, so, so you don't like Shuli. Uh, so, what's Carl's problem with me? Why is he like dogging me so bad? Like, I, I, I don't. It's, it's weird. I don't to know. Me. I don't really talk. Like when I talk to Carl, it's, it's, it's never about like you or Shuli or any of these guys. It's mostly about WATP stuff. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I think like I, I understand like the Kumia thing, the punch in the eye, all that. Like I understand you were trying to get something going. Yeah. Um I I I appreciated it. I, I thought it was funny. And the the thing that uh that I I mean I guess like look, Carl brought your rap sheet on. Admittedly, you can't you can't sit there and be like, Well, I'm a fucking model citizen. And I think like 
maybe people hold that against you. you Three know? of those things were wrong, though, in that sheet. The 18, <laughs> there's a couple of them. I was like, I like 30 pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got the dates wrong. <laughs> I know. I, he was complaining that I got a date wrong. And then I actually pulled up the document that I downloaded from the internet and showed that, oh, it says 93, but it might have been 03. Okay, yeah, he might be right about that. Right. And I explained it live on the show while it was happening. But how funny is that? We went through dozens of things that Chad did. He goes, he got two or three of them wrong. <laughs> Okay. That wasn't aggravated. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my, my thing with you, Brian, is uh, I totally disagree with what you said, that him making up that story about Kumia's fans jumping him was like something that he actually had calculated that was going to make the show more interesting. Like that was, he was just lying. He was just, he's trying to get away with a lie. And it didn't right. work because Melton called him on it. So I don't know if you're just trying to get in his good graces there. Like, what, what was your thought behind that? My thought, and I thought, I thought I also said it was that, uh, and then he said that you guys spoke afterwards. Was um, he uh, when he came on the show and he was like, "Oh no, I like John. John's a good guy. He follows me on Twitter, all that shit." I said, "You kind of fucked up his show. You fucked up the flow of the show." Yeah, I do have listener. that clip. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Yeah. I, th- I think that's uh, that's probably more more accurate. I'm uh, just saying that to to give Chad credit for the made up getting jumped by Kumia fans lie uh-huh. is insane because he was literally just trying to get away with that lie. It wasn't. It was you know this grand scheme. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go up with the story, and then we will get all these people watching Misery Loves Company." It's like, no, you were trying to steal a catalytic converter and. You know, some metal got your eyeball, and you made it. I know you love that theory. (laughs) Yeah, but if no one ever called him out, I like it too. Yeah, it would have just gone away. Correct. Yeah, it's only because of Patrick Melton that he had to make up a second lie about ordering chicken tacos in a food truck (laughs) and then calling some guy's girlfriend ugly and getting beat up, which is the crazier story. I mean, neither of them are believable. That one was like bonkers. Yeah, hey, aren't you a comedian? <laughs> it makes me enjoy chat, Chad for Chad. Yeah, I you sure, know, like sure. there's not a lot of guys out there that do this kind of shit. Good like, point. I like his antics. He's, you know, yeah. good point. And I saw people on Twitter. They're like, "Don't go near Chad. He's toxic. He's shit. He's all this. He's all that." I'm like, I feel like I went on his show for 20, 25 minutes. I didn't give him my social security number. <laughs> yeah. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him where we hide the spare key to our house. You know, you're like, not moving into his place. I didn't tell him anything. Okay. No. Yeah. Plus, no, he already right. knows. <laughs> He's already got your yeah, social security. Right. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, as far as I know, Chad's never said a negative thing about me. It didn't appear he even knew who the fuck I was. Yeah. Right. So, so like, I don't give really him time. have anything personal against Chad, and I like. I like I like the underdog. I I like watching him get Brandon pissed. It's it's so amusing. All right. You know? Speaking like- of amusing, I thought this was uh, a very funny thing that you said. Yeah, I I really don't like. I I can sit here and say I have a a kid. She's seventeen years old. She has Down syndrome. She is objectively funnier. Uh, has better comic timing. Wow. And makes more in super chats when she live streams than the Uncle Rico show. <laughs> wow. That's 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 rough. She has a lot of people who love her, yeah. <laughs> and that that's a kid that's not working with a full deck, and she's still able to overcome that and out funny those fucking ass clowns. Somebody's gonna clip <laughs> this and people might see it. Are you cool with that? I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Someone yep. might. That, that's good that Chad's going to explain how the internet works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a second. This isn't just a FaceTime. This <laughs> <laughs> well, between you and me. We're just having a conversation here about my daughter. I didn't realize. 
<laughs> so, but let, let me ask you this though, Brian, does your daughter right. let people know that uh, what she does is funny? Cause that's what uncle Rico does. They, they put it in yes, the tagline. She, okay. She, she constantly tells them she's like, look, guys, I have Down syndrome and I'm funny, you know, every chance she gets in case they fucking forgot because you've been she has she's not as she hasn't been reminding them for 17 years, you know, or 20 years like Uncle Rico has, you know, that's what I call Shuli now because it's he's Uncle Rico. Talk about, John. talk about paying your dues. I mean, Down syndrome is up there, I would say. Yeah, I mean, there are no higher dues. <laughs> All right, so now let's get into it. Let's find out what Brian's beef that sounds is. Like the, that's like the layaway of paying your dues. <laughs> that just keeps yeah. going on. Yes. <laughs> Correct. The interest just keeps racking up on it. It's brutal. <laughs> it's like it's the rent center of paying your dues. <laughs> the rent center <laughs> I have the TV, but <laughs> it's costing me way more than it should. All right, here's um, this is Brian breaking down his, his beef with uh, with Sheila Egar. He drove John off the internet with his nonstop assaults on him, is, mm-hmm. is what I believe anyway. And I feel like John would still be around. Carl did like little segments. John fought back. It was fun. But then Shuli goes on with this arrogance and this smugness, like he's done something more than John. It's like if you look at their post stern trajectory, mm-hmm. John has done far more than Shuli. Julie's down there Ouch. in Alabama trying to eke out a living from super chats and selling crystals for his fucking wife. Wow. I, I, honestly, I didn't know you had an Indian Brian. Holy shit. And I thought it was like, whoa, this is getting nuts right now. I mean, Brian's so mild mannered and just like a, you know, laid back guy. I hope I'm, like, I'm always wow. on your good side, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Holy no, shit. No, you have no worries, Chris. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. <sighs> So um, I don't know if you want to uh, elaborate on that at all, or if that was the point. Well, uh, the you mean in general everything? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> okay. Sure, we're here now. Well, Let's go. <laughs> well, here's the way it happened. You know, like I I never liked Shuli back in the Stern days. I never thought he was funny. Um, I'll, I'll say this. Starred... I'm sorry, I'm to interrupt you right away, but I will say this, and I mean this. It's not because uh, Shuli and I are friends now. I always liked Shuli. And I know that he had a thing I know with Artie. Too. Yeah, sure. I know he had a thing with Artie when Artie called him the hack pack, and he got very offended by that, and there was a whole blow up, and a lot of people didn't like Shuli after that whole thing happened. But I always thought Shuli was a good contributor to the Howard Stern show. Anyway, go ahead. Now, let's talk okay. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you say your piece. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of awareness of Shuli because I stopped listening to Stern. I don't even know when he left. You yeah. know, once Stern turned pussified, I was like, I'm out. I'm, I'm done with this dickhead. Yeah, totally. Uh, so it was only when he sort of was coming around with, uh, with you when he was on your show and uh, Uncle Rico and that kind of thing. And, you know, I like the John bashing. So I was like, I'll give Uncle Rico a try. Uh, I watched it. I thought it sucked. Uh, I did not like their. They. I think they have no chemistry. I, I think that uh, they. They were. They were fucking biting off you way too hard. Yeah, and but Mike Morris may... puts on those gloves. It's so funny. He puts on those. Oh gloves yeah, no, he, he put his roach on the microphone. Oh gosh, oh, I mean hilarity. Hey-o. Yeah. Uh, yeah, side splitting. Side splitting <laughs> is the term I believe. I believe that's correct. Um. So. I would take, you know, like like when you were on MLC, I, I would take like passive aggressive pot shots at Truly through like super chats and stuff. Yeah. But like, I'm not the kind of person who goes on Reddit and posts about him. I don't like, I'll read Truly's Anonymous, but I, I never post. I don't add anything. 
And uh, one time, uh, a couple, two weeks ago, I was on comp, uh, Would You Kindly with the Rock, and uh, I believe it was Eric Zane was on too. And I was talking about Shuli, and E Rock was talking about Kevin and Bob. And E Rock said, Do you want me to get Shuli on? I said, Sure, if you want to. Yeah. And he texted him. Uh, Shuli didn't want to come on because I didn't know him and he didn't know me. And then he said I was a cunt and he didn't want to come on. So I was like, okay, that's that's fine. Whatever. Okay, how did, want to how come did, on. How did he arrive at the conclusion that you were a cunt? Yeah. Uh, through a very hysterical joke that he sent to E-Rock. He said, look, I'm no doctor, but he has all the symptoms of being a cunt. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, well, oh, no, no, pause for laughter. That's good. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone done laughing? Please okay. clap. Yeah. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> I think I have that. Please clap. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you know, he, he doesn't want to come on. That's fine. Uh, then uh, th- after that was when I sent the super chat, and that's when Kevin Brennan noticed that I didn't like Shuli. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, hey, if you want to come on and talk shit about Shuli, you're welcome, you know? I didn't message Brennan. Brennan messaged me. Yes. And he said, hey, do you want to come on and talk shit about Shuli? And I was like, sure, that would be fun. Like, again, assuming that Bob would be aware and Shuli would probably be on there to combat me. And, I, you know, I thought it could have been kind of fun. Right. Uh, the day came and I waited for the link. The link never came. I saw them arguing about it. And then Shuli would have been spared because I would have never gone on Chad if Bob hadn't opened his fucking big mouth. And as soon as the fucking dust came out and he started talking and saying shit like, you know, I'm a nobody, you know, this asshole's coming on to just talk shit about Shuli. Why are we doing this now? I, if Bob didn't want me on because he's friends with Shuli and he just didn't want some guy he didn't know come on and talking shit about him, I totally understand that. Yeah. Like, that's understandable. On my show, if somebody was like, hey, I want to come on and talk shit about Sal, I would be like, why? Uh, no. Like, I wouldn't want it either. Right. But it was only after Bob started fucking mouthing off and talking talking about like these are guys who have shit on me and e-rock non-stop for maybe years yes, now correct. the worst show on the internet the terrible show this that e-rock's fat e-rock's lazy my first interaction with kevin brennan was uh, back and forth on twitter this is going back a year or two where he's like why won't you review would you kindly that's the worst show on the internet and you're a fraud if you don't review would you kindly and as you know and i've, I've stated this many times the people who say I have to do steel toe or I have to do would you kindly like those people would not be satisfied with it anyway. So right. why would I do that? Why would I take my marching orders for people who don't like me and just want to use me to go after their yeah, enemies? They have an agenda. Yeah, it's so yeah. stupid. Like I'd be really dumb to do that. But that was my first. So yeah, he's he's been railing on you for a long time. I guess is my point for a long time. And yeah. and and he's mentioned it in you know just recently where he's like, oh, he said this guy can take some good natured ribbing. Now how yes. good natured the ribbing was, I'm not sure. But he's <laughs> right. I can take it. And I was willing. To, I I enjoy Kevin Brennan. I enjoy MLC. He's like funny. that's the reason I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like it a lot. But then when Bob started saying all that shit, and he's like, you know, he's just trying to get heat off us. And like uh, I look at Bob Levy and. Yeah. 
the last thing I would try to do is get heat off of him. He looks like his core body temperature is about 70 degrees or so. (laughs) He looks like a dead person. You know, he sits there. He barely says anything. He just fucking smokes. And he does it six times a fucking day or however many podcasts they have. Yeah. The whole time blathering on about how he's brilliant, how everything he says is gold and all this other shit. And I'm like, they are not recognizing the signs of pre-senile dementia. Like, this is a man in need of help. Well, I don't know about that. I, I am uh, I am a Bible Levy fan. Um, I know you are. And, and it's funny because like none of you wouldn't, wouldn't have said any of these things. They just would have had you on MLC like you were scheduled to be. Like they're just going to have or you not. on. And and or like not. you was, said was... on Chad's show, you're like, and if they didn't like what I said, they could kick me off at any time. They yeah. do it. They did it to Cardiff. They do it all they the time. They do it to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 honestly, if Bob had it opened his mouth, I would have just sat there and watched MLC and not been on it. Right. Like, I didn't have a burning passion to talk about Shuli. I didn't ask to come on MLC. I've never got asked to go on any show and talk shit about Shuli. Right. But I find him so fundamentally unfunny and boring that I just, I, like, it, it almost seems irrational when I think about it. But then in, in, with a, a cooler, uh, when cooler senses prevail, I'm like, no, he does suck. <laughs> All right. He is terrible. Now, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to send Brian a, a message to see if he wants a link to watch me and my co-host figure out who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and then yesterday, I don't, I don't know if you caught yesterday's, but man, they yeah. were really going at they were, it. They, they were, they were really mad at each other. Well, they were really, and, like, and Kevin was pissed at Bob because he knows that he dropped the ball by not having you on the show. And he, he was upset and maybe he's mad at himself a little bit too. I don't know, but he seemed to be upset that they didn't have you on and that it turned into a big giant W for Chad. That was a bad move. Yeah, they sent me a link yesterday to see if I wanted to come oh, on. And, interesting. Yeah, well, <laughs> you should have. Five thirty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I was getting ready for my uh, for my live stream that I do with the wife and kid, and uh, so and, and plus on top of it, I was like, well, what am I like? Why would I go on now after I've already said my piece? After everybody like I. Honestly, I cannot believe this many people are interested in my opinion of Shuli. It's like, well, like, after, oh, after perusing shocked. IMDb, Brian, we'd like to invite you back onto our show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were on the Howard Stern show. Well, yes, of course you come on MLC then. That's fine. Yeah, why not? Now, I feel uh, like, um, Doug, you know, you're co-hosting the show today. I feel like you're getting way too many words in. So I'm going to put an end to that and bring... Gino Biscotti. Guys, 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 look at me, guys, 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 just stop looking at me, guys, guys. By the way, if I, they want to have me back on MLC last I knew, I think this is probably the end of that. Guys, a real good chance I don't get an invite anymore. Guys, Brian, you stop looking at me, guy. What are you doing, guy? Dude, I've, I, I got in at three and I said, take your time. I was fucking enjoying the fuck out of this. I, I have more clips, up, but, but but I wanted to get your take on what you saw, what you witnessed Doug, this week. I said, I said the same thing. I'm like, God, I, I immediately texted E-Rock, and I'm like, it is the line, and I'm sorry if you haven't seen it. It's one of the greatest movies ever, Midnight Run. And and uh, and the guy's screaming at one of his two henchmen, the, the late Paul Servino, and he just looks at the other guy. He's like, he's like, he ain't mad at me, is he? And that's what I thought watching fucking Brian when he's like, he's shitting on Shuli and Levy, and I call E-Rock. I'm like, Brian likes me, right? He likes me. I'm, I'm not yeah. in the and, and and he sent me, he's like he's mad you haven't had him had him on his show. I'm like yeah, out of your mind. He could come in studio, do whatever the fuck he wants. And and it was I was watching and look, I, I'll say this again. Fuck 
the writer's strike. <laughs> Suck a giant dick. Sit there, Carl. Suck a dick. Because all the writers have done, and this leads into the MLC, and I, I say this on In Hot Water, is for the past three years, further the narrative bullshit. Hey, uh, here's here's a, I'm a writer. I wrote uh, Dance with Vaccine Needles comedy ensues yeah uh go on go behind the mic colbert and say donald trump was arrested uh grin smugly and wait for applause i suck my dick writers and and i'm at the age now i'm fucking i'm fucking i'm not dating as hot a young chick as you brian married wife but i mean the first thing i check now is youtube i look for fucking this and i i I look for fucking Steel Toe. I know you don't like him. I look for Chrissy's podcast. I look for fucking the BS show, not to be confused with the Miserable Men show, which is the same show with a different backdrop, but I love them both. Uh, <laughs> this is what I watch. And the writers are like, we need to be paid more. Why? You're being hung out to fucking dry. And as my girl, as my girl Kiana calls it, I sub to the Real Housewives of YouTube, Vanderpump yes. Rules, MLC. And when you went on, Brian, I'm watching and I'm screaming and it's always about me. I'm like, I was right. Because when I want when when I went on with Chad, we have to say Chad. When yeah, I went on Gino with Gino is a co-host with Chad Zumach now. I, I lost my mind for two reasons. Everyone's Done a like, show well, twice. It, the second time I went on, I gave him a week. That's seven days or yeah. or the length of a two-hour show of Kevin Brennan solo streaming. <laughs> Seven days I gave him because the last thing I said in the first one was what when when I when I basically brought up the fact that you lied, Chad. Yeah, what you did lied I lie about, about is what you yeah, asked and I, him. And did I not go? You you basically lied. Uh, your first lie dragged the boss in. You changed the lie so they wouldn't uh, realize the second one was a lie, and you kept the boss in both. And by the way, the guy that hit you, you said was the guy from Stony. So you attacked all these people, and, and he goes, "Everyone lies in podcasting," and I said, "I don't." I don't. And and that was another lie. It's like, I did it as a bit. Chad, you're fucking DIM well, retarded. It's funny because we were I, playing that clip and my buddy Blind Mike was saying how he's like, does he think that like Joe Rogan has a big audience or Tim Dillon because they're just lying all the time? He's like, everyone in podcasting yes, lies. Does. No, that's not even close he, to true. And then I gave him a week. And what did he do in that week? He, he Well, I was lucky enough to get him the day that friggin' Kevin Brennan, who behind a paywall, we have clips of him dropping N-bombs. And, and the man the man that fucking literally says, the, uh, says fucking followed immediately by the N-word, okay? That's racist, okay? And this is something I say. I'm like, I never say that word without thinking first because I have a point to it. But this is where Godfrey gets his info. He goes after Chad. Chad is backpedaling. You brought it up perfectly. And when I go on, for all the people that said I went on yelling, go back and watch. I said, okay, Chad, you've had a week. What did I lie about? And what does he say? Oh, he tries to be funny. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't believe Gino made this about him. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to happen. I wasn't expecting that to happen. All Here's right. guys, 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 look at me, guys. But here's my point, and it understands. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Right. But here's my point, and I yes. mean it. Simply put, thank you for na- to Coach Stewie. Now we get to the Carl, are you just course. playing a video? <laughs> I know. I know. Just, are we even having a conversation right now? It's a loop. I'm not even sure. <laughs> guys, I'm, I'm not being standoffish. That was really funny, and I'm letting everyone laugh at it. It's not. Fuck you, Doug. So what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Back to the Gino show. Guys, Take it away. Guys, hey guys, guys, look at me! Look at me! Oh, right. Everyone's back. 
But simply put, like I said, Chad, what did I lie about? He tried to be funny. And then I lost my mind because I was I was the reason you fucking broke MLC, Brian, is because you were a guy that doesn't lie. And I gave Chad the opportunity. I'm like, Chad, if you just admit and say I lied on MLC, Gino never lied. I would have had credibility, but I didn't. So I screamed at him and left and you called him out. But when you went on. Oh, my God, Brian, it was a chef's kiss, and you said it perfectly. Chad's too stupid to know to bring you on. Your wife fucking said he'll come on. And then you just – and then Chad was like – and Chad really does suck at his job. He really does. But it's like it. you were just spouting truth after truth, and people are like – and Chad doesn't even know how to respond to the truth. He's like, yeah, ah, uh, ah, ah. Uh. And the more you said shit – like I literally texted Brennan. I'm like – and I and, – and I – Oh, a lot to Bobby help me get started in comedy. And I can watch from a different perspective now. He's got to get out of there. But he's sick of Kevin. And he's sick of Kevin's lies. And and he just watches him lie. And he, he doesn't care. But as my father used to say, he didn't know whether to shit or go blind. So when you were going to go on and shit on Shuli, Bob's like, now i got to put up with two people. I've got to fucking ignore when they shit on people because I need the super chat money. Wow. And he said, don't, he said, don't come on. And when you brought him on, when you were on Chad's show, the moment the chef's kiss when bob and i love bob but when bob goes put him on put him on no dummy kevin brennan broke you didn't want him on he went somewhere else and he's shitting all over you and now you want him on suck my dick and i will let you get up and do it this time suck my dick so you're broken gino you actually said something to chad that i thought was I interesting i yeah. said a lot of stuff put you it did. on me i can you see did. too many people put it on me I, i'm kidding go no but what you said though is you go uh, bob is is we can save bob he could be saved from yeah. this whole situation. Now, I think that Brian has a different opinion on that based oh. on uh, what Brian was saying. I don't really hate Bob that much. It just, he okay. annoyed me, though, when he started saying shit about me without without knowing. Um, because it's, it, it's like, an, uh, like in the same breath, he's like, he doesn't even know Shuli. Why would he come on and talk shit about him? He yeah. doesn't fucking know me. I never met Bob Levy, but he has yeah. no problem talking about shit about me all the time. Good point. That's a pretty good you point. Know? And I want to play uh, just a couple more clips here because Chad talks about how he lied to me the first time he came on WATP. And like when he sent me the first note he ever emailed me, he's like, I'm a huge fan of the show. I want to come on. And now he's going to tell you how he's lying. He was lying. Yeah, about it was that. entertaining. So I reached out to him. I wasn't really like a listener, but I, you know, I said, Hey, I'm a big fan, whatever. Cause he had a lot of followers. I'm like, I'll come on the show. And and, uh, you know, it didn't go well. It, it, I had an idea of what I wanted to do. I was like in a few with Chrissy Mayer. And then, you know, <laughs> that's very telling that he goes, I, I lied to Carl and said I liked his show because he has a lot of followers. That's the way Chad thinks. And he thinks everyone thinks that way. And they don't. Yeah. I don't lie to people and tell them I'm a fan of theirs if I don't watch their show. That's ridiculous. You said. You said it perfectly. Like he's gonna fucking break his neck's neck doing these one eighties. He he <laughs> yeah. is, and they, this is the problem. And I've compared the MLC chat, which is why I can enjoy it more. It's like they are the fucking Romans just throwing out super chat money, so these guys will keep attacking each other. You know what I mean? Well, and, that's and a, they think they think it's real. It's a perfect segue. It's, speaking of the one eighties, I couldn't believe Chad said this. So I mean, well, I, I don't even really, I don't even hate Carl. I really don't. Like, I, 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 the, I think, and and I remember I was listening. Uh, I think it's when you kind of trolled him, where you were like, "Stuttering John's a good guy." And I remember listening to that show, and like, you know, having listened to every episode of WATP, I'm like, 
I didn't, I wasn't really that familiar with you. So I was like, what is this guy doing? Like, why is he doing this? It like kind of fucked up the show. It fucked up the flow of the show. And, uh, I well, think I was, that's, that's my job. That's where Carl's stealing my big guys. <laughs> you know, Gino, there's some people on the subreddit who are not going to enjoy your appearance today. I'm just going to. Amish Space that. Force is killing me with what he's writing. Carl's superpower is understanding what Gino's talking about. Gino could start an argument in an empty room. When I'm just, he goes, run Gino EXE. Guy's fucking scatting and bebopping all over me. I have one more clip that I have to play, and then we can move on from this. But this is, um, I mean, it's so embarrassing. Like, one of the things that um, that I guess Chad was saying and you were saying, Brian's like, Oh, this guy's an old guy, and that guy's an old guy, and it's like we're all old guys. Like all of us. Look at all of us. We're all old men having these these fucking ridiculous. I, I don't even know what to call it. These high feuds. school. Yeah, these high school feuds on the internet. It's all so silly. This is the best hospice care I could get, guys. <laughs> Give me a break. But um, I thought that Brian, you made a great point here. And again, Julie is my friend. I think. I hope. But uh, this is a very good point. Like, well, that's, well, that's another thing that Julie said. That like he was just like, "I'm sorry, I stole Jocktober from the guy who stole Jocktober." And if Shuli's so fucking stupid that he doesn't see the difference between Carl taking a bit that's been dormant for over ten years and taking a bit from your friend that he's currently doing and turning it into a full time show that have two episodes a week, I'm sorry. Like then you're just a fucking idiot. Wow. Like, if you don't see the difference Damn. between the two. And then to beat it into the ground so that, like, and that this is the thing I hated is that he made me sympathize with John. <laughs> yeah. Because John's human garbage, to borrow a fucking phrase from uh, KB. But, like, anytime uh, John was on and, and Carl was talking about him, you're just like, you draw your own conclusions. You're like, my God, this guy's such a piece of shit. And then Uncle Rico, I watched a couple episodes. It was so, It sucked so bad I couldn't continue to watch. But it's just like 80 episodes in, it's like they're looking for shit from like, you know, the 90s, you know, just just to keep going so they can keep hammering him. And uh, I I just I don't know. It seems too bullying for me. And me, it's it reminds me of when uh, Flanders asked Homer, did you have to pour salt? I'm the lands that I could grow anything, and Homer's just like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like, not only did you steal the bit, but you also ruined it for everyone. Okay. Yeah. I think is the point you were trying to make there. Yeah. The the the, the final straw was when he was doing the Balin Dupree shit. I was like, this guy has no fucking shame. <laughs> Wait, this uh, is really? insane. You're lying. Yeah, joking he was about that. The, he did the exact same cl- uh, TikTok clips that you did <laughs> what? of Balin. This this is going back like a month or two, maybe. When I saw that, I was like, this this is this is insane that's funny i can't believe it i didn't even know that that's insane. i think i think someone told me that and i thought they were joking <laughs> no. that's, that's fucking crazy and then, and then surely did come back at me and uh i'll admit i may be going through ptsd due, due to his brutal takedown uh, i don't know if do you have that do you have that clip of him coming back at me i sent you the the reddit post oh shit did you email? I, it to I me? seen a clip. I seen a clip of I think Shuli responding to you where he was saying, "I'm sorry that some of us know famous people and some of you don't," or something along those lines. Oh. Right. Well, well, what? his first his first thing was, you know, if you don't have it, it's fine. Did you email I, I, it to I me or text it from, to me, Brian? Uh, texted it to you. Okay, let me pull that up then. Go ahead. Um, the well, the the first thing is that like I'm not sure who he's sitting next to. It might be a producer. Oh, Iso. Or... Yeah, Iso. Do I'm 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 friends with him too. I okay. see this. I, 
I don't know that guy, and I'm about to say something bad about him. So sorry, he's your friend. <laughs> I'll pull this up. I get, I have it here. Okay. So somebody put this on the Shuli's Anonymous subreddit. All right. Look at Brian. He's producing my show now. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's like the Simpsons when Bart goes, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, Chief. No, no. If you don't, nobody's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then he says, then it, I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to do more Simpsons? I'm actually, I'm actually going to do, uh, why are you laughing? Which is blind Mike's show about the history of comedy. I'm going on a show on Tuesday. We're talking about the Simpsons. So I'm excited for that. I don't even know how to prepare Jealous. for that. Jesus Christ. You want to be part of that? I will say this to give your co-host credit, Brian. Like when I was like, and I know he's your dear friend, fucking Carl, your fucking uh, buddy, Pat Dixon, who's hit three women now, four, if you include me, like I would lose my mind. <laughs> I would lose my mind screaming at E-Rock. Like, like I said, if E-Rock ever wants to have fun, he should just post this. Like they'd be rambling, screaming, screeching. And he would just send me a Simpsons meme. And I would be like, I'm sorry, buddy. Thank you. It would just make it <laughs> all better. It's like, I don't know why you're putting up with me. <laughs> That's so good funny. to know. It's funny. Okay, with people, with Chad arguing with people when it was against Bob and KB, he, now he has BJ on against you and you are against him. No, that's no. not the same thing. <laughs> no, and not the same thing I, I don't know if he wants you to call him bj by the way but <laughs> can you pause uh, it no my that is a joke i have been immune to since probably 1975 76 <laughs> yeah so this is why i say surely fucking sucks is yeah. that like he thinks that a joke that people used against me in fourth grade still holds up in 2023 that's ray devito's closer fuck sticks <laughs> <Trent Hunter. laughs> He heard it at a fiber optics convention. (laughs) I hate you. And and, and the, the the guy like he's worse than Shuli because he's enabling Shuli. Yeah. Shuli now thinks that that joke is funny. All right. Do you want to watch any more of this uh, clip? Is there more to it? No, I don't think there's any more to it than that. What um, about the other one? Do you want to check out the other one? The other one I would like to break down yeah. a little bit. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to watch any more. He got you fucking raped you over the phone to that DJ. Yeah, turn it off, cry, baby. I don't want BJ to cry. <laughs> this is my Gino's job. Double, double <laughs> guys, guys, I'm down here, guys. Or wait, maybe this, maybe that was the one. Okay, yeah, he responds to my comments. Okay. <laughs> if uh, if Brian's able to recover from that sick burn, then uh, we'll we'll get his take <laughs> on this video. Yeah. Brian Johnson burn. tore you a new a hole on Chad's show. Said two people to me today. I'm I'm very happy that Brian finally got on a show where he could voice his his hatred for me. Well deserved too. I mean, I remember when I fucked him over years ago. Oh no, wait, I didn't do that. Well, at the time where I uh, beat up, no, I didn't do that. In fact, I didn't do a goddamn thing to this guy. He's so desperate to get my attention. He's saying that I'm smug and, and cock. Well, you, you chased uh, Suttering John off the internet, and I think that a lot of WTP listeners are bummed about that. To be honest, with yeah, you. it's not two people. But look, look <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't go around looking for comments about myself or anything. But like, I do read the subreddits, and uh, <laughs> I go to YouTube, and it was more than two people, surely. Smug and, and cocky. Uh, look at, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry that uh, some of us believe in themselves, and some of us are friends with celebrities. You know, that's all. But okay, 
What does so, that mean? <laughs> so that means that Sounds I Sounds like something Chad would say. <laughs> yeah, that was what, weird. What I'm reading as smug and cocky is really wildly misplaced confidence. <laughs> um, he, I was thinking insecurity. <laughs> uh, that could be, that could be too. And it's just like what? Yeah, like what does me having? Yes, uh, I admit I, it. You know, I'm 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 ready to confess. I do have some famous friends. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know I what would, the fuck that has to do with my dislike of Shuli, but I you know. would even categorize it as like again. I'll tie this into the writer's strike. Fuck you. When's it gonna? There's a new model, okay? And 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 I would call. It, what? What? I, we just Brian. love how you're returning to the writer's strike. <laughs> no, no, I want to hear every word you have to say thing. about it. <laughs> Brian, real, real quick, before we get into the more writer's strike conversation. <laughs> it's not, but fuck what, me. Go on. I'm sorry, Doug. What percentage of your patrons do you think signed up because you're friends with Kevin? <laughs> um, I would have to go initially, maybe some, but five years later, yeah. I would put it at about 0%. That's fair. There's no fucking way. Just like when people are like, oh, you had a show because you're friends with Kevin Smith. If you know the way TV works, they don't give a fuck who you're friends with. And they don't, obviously, they fucking canceled our show after seven years. So, like, it didn't matter if it was Kevin or who Kevin's friends were. You know, it's like you don't, you don't have a show for seven years because you're buddies with somebody. Well, and you're not able to do what we do. Uh, if speaking, of buddies, been on, speaking of buddies with I've someone. I've been on in hot water for seven years. Thanks, uh, Anthony. Oh, never mind. <laughs> speaking of buddies with someone. My I buddy. Have, I have one of Shuey's best buddies ready to come on the show and join us. Cardiff Electric, cool. live from Pottstown. It's <laughs> <laughs> here with us. Hi, everybody. How are you? Hey, what's up, Cardiff? Live from Pottstown. <laughs> Um, so what do you, what do you think about all this? You've been watching what we've been talking about. What's your take on it? Uh, no comment. Yeah, that was a good one, man. I have to say, like, I, I was ashamed in front of my wife when she heard that joke. Carter, she was like, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, Carter, no, no, no. are you going on stage before Shuli? Uh, Shuli's featuring tonight, I believe. So I will be, uh, going on after him. I guess oh, I was going to say you could steal his opener by by leading with the BJ joke. <laughs> yeah, or the incredibly real and funny pussy fart joke. Don't don't worry, guys. I will be stealing someone's jokes tonight, but it won't be Shuli's. <laughs> are you doing Chad's act tonight, or are you doing sorry, John's act? <laughs> All right, no. Ray no Devito is doing eight minutes of roasting. What is wrong with them? Would you please film that, Cardiff? Would you please? Would you? Can't you film a? Can't you uh, power a phone with a potato? Can you please yes. film him doing eight minutes of making fun of people? Are you entire- kidding me? Entire comedy show will be filmed tonight, so there will be footage. Don't you worry, Gene. But it's only Thank an hour you, away. Oh, come on down. Oh, you know what? I have to do anything fucking else. That's what I got to do. <laughs> Um, I also thought it was amusing, real fast, Carl. Yeah. That like uh, I, when I was listening to uh, MLC after I got off of Chad, uh, Bob Levy was pissed, and he's like, "You know, you old wrinkly bitch." And yeah. I'm like, "I'm like Bob, you're older than I am." <laughs> 
And yeah, by the second person I saw Stuttering John sent a message like that he wouldn't be doing Chad Zumach's show because he had some old grizzled motherfucker on or whatever. And I'm like, John, you're also over the That's like me going around calling people fat. I'm like, hey, look how fat you are. It's like, oh, well, dude, you know. Why'd you point at me, dickhead? <laughs> I, I love that you called Mike Morris a fit. And I don't have a problem with Mike. You called him a f- what is a fraudulent fat person? What did you call him? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, but but he is. It's like he has a skinny face, so he always takes pictures from like the neck up, and yeah. then but you'll see him, and he's like a, he's a big fat so just like me, and yeah. I, don't, I don't enjoy that. I don't like it. You you either wear it proudly like Lizzo. Or fucking go on a diet and be well, a real Well, he's not going to sell his comedy classes if people know that he's overweight. That's part of the whole <laughs> image you have to have when you're teaching no, people comedy. No, they fat people are funniest, right? Oh, that's probably true. That's a good point. I feel My like God, I'm doing I... um, Chrissy Mayer's uh, Simpcast right now. I've never done a show with like six people on here all yelling <laughs> at each other before. I don't know if this is the right format for me or not, but... but... By the way, in my defense, all I was saying about the writer's strike is the model is broken. <laughs> Can I just say two yes. sentences? Do it, and, you know? and, yeah. Yeah, you definitely I'm can. I get it. I'm Ray DeVito. I get it. You are, I get you are it. I'm Ray, Ray DeVito. DeVito in this show right now. I'm Ray, but I'm saying it's the old model. And when when Shuli says, "I'm sorry, I don't know famous people," that's that's the delusion of the new model in like the MLC world. Like Ray DeVito's like a, a famous. You know, it's all infamy now. So it's like real famous people. They won't be in this world anymore. They have shit to do. Can I ask a question about Rita Vito? Because I really, I know nothing about him. I know nothing about his comedy. You must be in the industry. Go on. Um, <laughs> he, whenever he's on, he really, like, they make fun of him all the time for being childlike. Yes. And he definitely has a thousand yard stare. Is he, like, does he have, is he on the spectrum or something? Or This is a real question. I'm not kidding around. Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. <laughs> Cardiff, you have a comment on that? Go ahead. Cardiff, you know? Well, on a, on a recent stream I did with Ray DeVito, uh, he he played Quit bragging <laughs> comedy special, and you could see his lips moving while he was watching himself. He did he did appear to be a gorilla seeing himself. So, oh boy! Uh, <laughs> all right, I guess that answers that. Yep. <laughs> all right, and he seems perfectly pleasant. I just don't know what he adds. Like when I watch him on MLC, I'm just like, he, aside from being a whipping boy, he doesn't. I don't doesn't seem like he adds that much. He's I, there to be shit on, and he's so he's so pathetic. Like Kevin, Kevin of all people feels bad for shitting on him sometimes. Am I wrong, Carl? No, he he has said that multiple times. And I went on Ray DeVito's show on Thursday. He asked me and Husey to come on. And he didn't even realize that it wasn't going to be on the Shuley Network because they're all going to Pottstown. So we didn't have producer Joe there. And it was such a clusterfuck. I'm like, Ray, um, you know, maybe we can get Joe out here to save the show and uh, and and run things. But uh, it did not happen. I don't know that Ray is great at hosting a show at this point. He might get there eventually. What, what do let me let me flip it? What do you know that Ray is good at? <laughs> Breathing out of his mouth. He Go was able, on, to, he was able to ride his bike with a flat tire all the way to. Uh, Are the you stand. retarded? I said this. <laughs> I said this when he was. He literally said, uh, "This is it's a Sunday night gig." He says he's doing it for free. He says it's at the Brooklyn Comedy Club, which is a bar in Williamsburg called Old Man Hustle, right? Which is what Keanu yells when I can't come, and also. <laughs> 
he rode his bike there and I put, and, and I'm not going to lie, I was one of the 38 people watching the stream. I said, how pathetic are you when you're riding a bike across a bridge to another borough for a free spot on a Sunday night? It is 550 round trip on the subway and he got a flat tire, which he would say later cost him 60 bucks. Cause <laughs> yeah. he's, I don't know what he is, but retarded people would fucking be insulted by him saying I, he's a comedian. I want to say I do like Ray DeVito. <laughs> of I, course. I feel bad for Ray. That was, uh, that was a bopper. I, I was going to make fun of him. You just told- said you feel bad for <laughs> yeah. him. I was going to make fun of him on his show. Not the same thing. And then he told me the story. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, no one feels bad for me. I got my jaw broken in three places. And they're like, yeah, I can see that. Yep. And I didn't ask for sympathy. I'm like, yeah, three places. Okay. No one was do, like. Do you know oh, I got a me? question for you? Do you live in a house or an apartment? <laughs> this is a. This is a. Would you like a tour? And that's no. the other room. All right, so you're <laughs> right. I live in a three-room place in uh, East Harlem. I do. I fucking love it. People make fun of me, but I fucking love it. It looks really I, nice. I was just wondering what your neighbors thought. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, it's a terrified white woman. <laughs> I I can't wait so. for that fucking rider strike to end. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something else about the writer's strike. about the strike next door. I get it. I'm Ray DeVito. Do they ever use their broom to actually sweep up, or is it just to pound out the ceiling to tell you to shut the fuck up? (laughs) Oh, I I had the woman once, because when when I'm on the phone, I I pace back and forth, and I must add shoes on, and I made some noise. I made some noise. I'm just going to change my name to Ray DeVito, and everyone will be happy about it. There you go. There you go. There All right. you go. Well, uh, Gino, thank you so much for joining us. I saw that you were uh, observing everything that was going on this week, so I wanted to get your hot takes on the writer's strike. Uh, fuck off. I, I was just comparing it to this. <laughs> I know. I know what, you, I know what you're doing. Uh, people should watch anyway. In Hot Water, which is Monday through Thursday on Compound Media. Sign up for Compound Media at compoundmedia.com. as we can watch the Anthony Cumia show and, of course, In Hot Water with Gino That's Piscotti. me. It- Dude, thanks so much for having me. Have fun, boys. I'll be watching. All right, buddy. Take it easy, Gino. Talk to you soon. Late. Later. Come do my show soon, like you said. Love you late. Have fun, yep. Cardiff. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's, not, it's not the same when he's not a potato, but I still enjoy it. Um, BJ. Hey Doug. hey, Doug. Do you want to spend a couple hours listening to a horrible podcast and then a couple more hours cutting it up and trying to make something funny out of it and then listen to somebody rant about the writer strike for three more fucking hours. <laughs> I know. I'm the worst. And I feel like I do this to you every time. Uh, Doug, for some reason, he always ends up on these episodes yeah. where he's just like ignored and pushed into the corner. Like, all right, now we're going to talk about all this other stuff. And he's like, okay, thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Anyway, oh, I, I'm well prepared to talk about Zumok and, and Shuli. Oh, yeah, that's right. You wanted to talk about but- Zumok. But not writer strike. I, I have no, nothing no, no, on the no, writer no. strike. We, we, got, we got rid of Gino. It's fine. We don't have to talk about the writer strike. But that's right. You actually had a take on uh, Zumok because look at—is this his redemption arc? I don't know. But I declared that he got—he had the W this week. Um, Brian Johnson obviously uh, went on there and said he, he enjoys him and he enjoys what he does. And Doug had sent me a note saying, "Listen, I, I got to stand up for for Chad, and I'll tell you why on the show." So I don't know anything else beyond that. Are you prepared well, to present this? It wasn't that I was going to stand up for him. It's the same thing as what I said the last time I was on. I, I took his side in everything that was going on. Okay. It's if, if you've ever been in a street fight, you know if it's one-on-one, there's kind of a set of rules. You know, you, you, yeah, there's some people that will punch in the nuts or pull hair or whatever. I'm not one of them. Right. Cardiff, <laughs> knock your shit off. <laughs> but 
in, in the case of you and and Chad, I understand everything that led up to where you two are at. I'm turning him off. <laughs> I, I understand where what led up to you two doing what you were uh, where you were at. Yeah. And then in Chad's defense, there's a bunch of people that just follow suit with whatever you say. So then they start doing it. So he's no longer fighting one-on-one. He's fighting four or five-on-one. And in that case, he he has to fight dirty. Okay. Which is making up lies and black eyes and all that shit. He's just trying to do something. He's reeling. I see. And by the way, I I think you bring up a good point. I mean, there's there's other angles to take than to reach out to people's ex-wives and post photos of their children and stuff that those are things I wouldn't do, but I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, he, he definitely so, was confronted with the same thing that stuttering John was and John didn't handle it well. So Chad was like, I, oh, I, don't, I better do something different than that. <laughs> I get all my internet news from Lucy Tightbox, So that's the only, <laughs> what I, what I know is there are other people that are bringing up like Chad, Chad's dead brother, you know, making yeah. jokes about him. Yeah. Which that, we don't do that. When when it when it starts spilling out, it's not just about podcasting or observing and reporting. It it starts to become about real life, and you have to respond accordingly. You're referring to April Loosebox of Steel Toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Brian also came out. Well, I'm just shitting on all my friends today. Brian also came out and said how much he hates Steel Toe when he was out with uh, with Chad Zubak. The test and whenever I'm texting with Iraq and, and Steel Toe comes up, it's always his boyfriend Steel Toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He loves him. Uh, all right. Well, Doug, I, you know what? You you bring up some good points. I think that the way Chad has gone about this is the wrong way, but I don't know what the right way is. So I don't know what I would recommend. To be honest with you, I mean, actually, no, I, I actually do know the answer to that. Now that I gave it a, a quick second as a thought, uh, be funny. The thing that Chad never does have fun with it is have fun with it and be funny. Yeah, he does not know how to do that. And I think, and I was thinking about this the other day. I was processing Brian being on with Chad and me enjoying that and all the stuff that was going on. I'm like, <laughs> all of this was blowing my mind. And as I was processing it, I realized what what it really comes down to. All of Chad's problems come down to the fact that he's not a funny comic. If he were a funny comic, none of these problems would exist. He wouldn't be stealing credit cards. He wouldn't have been kicked off the Alan Cox show. He would be, he wants fame really bad. He wants to be liked. He would have all of those things if he could just craft a joke and was just a funny stand up. And he's just not. <laughs> Am I wrong about that? Aside from that, though, what I'm saying, <laughs> the fucking writers, man, they're on strike. <laughs> All right, let's bring Gino back on. Gino, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, where's Ray when you need him? Yeah, where's Ray? All right, send, send Ray the link. <laughs> send Ray a link. Get him out of here. All right, Brian, anything else that you want to uh, to say while you're on here? I, I, again, I, I commend you on, like, whatever you did this week, it was insane. It's, it's, it's uh, very impressive that you were able to pivot so quickly yeah. to go on Chad show. We were doing a victory lap in, <laughs> on your behalf here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you. you blew the whole thing up this week and I don't know what the aftermath is going to be, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if she surely will bring down his full power on me. You know, I don't know. Oh, oh, Brian, hopefully somebody with a show will allow you to use your voice again sometime soon. I hope so. Yeah. I finally got on a show that would, uh, that would let me voice that opinion. Uh, boys, thank you. Uh, always happy to do this show. Always happy to see you guys. Uh, if you want, go to tellemstevedave.com and you can find all the podcasts and stuff and Patreon links and all that other shit there. By the way, I was on Twitter this morning 
And uh, it was trending, hashtag TESD. Did really? you know that? Yes, you were trending this I morning. I did not know. I didn't know that. Uh, fucking <laughs> very cool. I, I clicked right over to it, and it was all Tom Steve Dave stuff. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. So, yeah. And uh, uh, also, uh, the next episode of Would You Kindly on Compound Media is going to be a doozy, I can promise. I know Kevin and, uh, Kevin and Bob think it sucks, but they should give it one more chance. I, th- I think they may like this episode. I agree. I'm looking forward yeah. to that next episode of Would You Kindly. Yeah. Very much so. So, uh, Brian, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. I really appreciate it. And no um, again, I'll just say it. I didn't know you had that in you. That was fucking <laughs> incredible. And uh, everyone yeah. enjoyed that. So thank you, buddy. I've been unmedicated. So the anger comes out in different ways. Now. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> uh, good for you. And um, maybe Mary Beth can join us in a little bit. If she's around, uh, if, if that's okay, has, we she, don't want any trouble. She, yeah, she 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 would. She has a stomach virus for two oh. days now. She's in there in bed with the with the dog. You don't want to hear the noises coming from that bathroom. Yikes. Disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Disgusting. All right. Well, I won't get a boner for a while. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Thanks for that, Brian. All right, All boys. Right. Take it easy, See you, buddy. Bye-bye. Guys, uh, I was going to read Matt Lewinsky's letter. It's um, two and a half pages. I, I think I got to save it for next next episode. That went, that segment went long. What do you think Did about it? this, producer Craig? <laughs> Just looking at the back of the letter looks scary, man. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> you noticed that too, Doug? I thought we were gonna have a short episode today. I didn't pull out of clips or anything. I thought we just gotta get right through it, but um Well, we're only at the two hour mark. Come on. <sighs> yeah, let's let's move. What do you think, Cardiff? You you tell me you know how to run a show. I've got like five minutes. I got to leave. So I see that. <laughs> there you go, right there. So that's the correct answer. In, in that case, let's fucking catch an alien because yes. I I think it's that time. Doug looks annoyed. <laughs> I always annoy Doug. I don't know why he puts up with me. I appreciate it though. I, lo- I love this fucking show. Oh, good. Okay, I appreciate you, Doug. I appreciate you putting up with me and all my nonsense. And happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. To catch an alien. Are you ready to play? To catch an alien? It's not a right fit for my culture. Right. I'm just asking because I think that brings down a lot of successful companies. And maybe that guy is friends with the guy for 20 years. But it's not tolerated. In the meantime, you're destroying your company. Right. So that's why I was asking, how do you let them go? Do you say, hey, I talked to you, buddy. You're still the same. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good one. You can't, can't, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, I think part of it is creating that environment where they recognize they're not welcome because it doesn't fit with the culture. So they want to leave because <laughs> it's not the right place. So, All right. So for yeah. people who are listening, the reason why I'm reacting the way I did is because Cardiff wants to describe the this guy who's on the show as AIDSy Carl. <laughs> that's that's me with AIDS, I guess, is what Cardiff is trying to say. It's a good look. That's, that's <laughs> the writer's strike, you know? Yeah. I interpreted that correctly, Cardiff. Yes. <laughs> that's all. He's lucky he's a fucking potato. They're not welcome because it doesn't fit with the culture. So they want to leave because it's not the right place. So, you know, well, becomes mutual. I can even relate that to your Winston Churchill quote yeah. that I always say. I had to have it done. So what? we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. Yeah. 
And that's that's the whole thing with you, right? right. Yeah. Everybody's got to be a giver on the team. Did he say your Winston Churchill quotes? <laughs> yes. yeah, it's a little slurry there. <laughs> Hold on. I got to back. I, I know this is a part of the game, and I got to back that up. The fuck did he just say? I can even relate that to your Winston Churchill <laughs> quote. Your Winston yeah. Churchill quote. <laughs> Isn't that like uh, real life, the office, where yes. you miss 100%? Whatever. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Wayne Bretzky, Michael Scott, yes. You guys ever hear my Henry Ford quote? It's a pretty good one, too. But I always say, I had to have it down. So we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. Yeah. And that's that's the whole thing with you, right? right. Yeah. Everybody's got to be a giver on the team. Because yeah. And you can't, it's very difficult to be a negative giver, to be uh, a giver that is always in despair. Unless it's one of those givers that expect something in return every time they give something. But then they're not really a giver. <laughs> right. What did Tommy say next? Wow. Who cares? Here are your choices. Number one. But I can't say what we call those people anymore. B. I get it. I always say, if you're going to give, just give Three. They're fugazi. Next. What? I don't even ask for a tax receipt when I donate to charity. And lastly, do you think Apple will fail from lack of innovation? To catch. Wow. An alien. I don't even know where to begin on this one. Um, I think that's that word is fugazi, not fugazi, but I don't know. Um, I I think I'm going to go with the first one. I don't know if the card's ever had number one be the right answer. I don't think he ever has. <laughs> this is how you're trying to think now. No, I I can't think. My my brain is broken. Six percent of the right answers have been number one. Six percent statistic. Jesus. Yeah, 6%. You're lying. All right. I'm going to yeah. go with number one. I can't say what we call them because that's just the funny one to me. What do you think, Doug? I'm going to go with next. Okay. No tax receipts. Yep. That's very possible. By the way, um, I before E except after C. <laughs> Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they teach you that in Minnesota. Uh, Producer Chris, what do you think? I always say give. I always B. say give. Yeah, I like that one too. All right, let's find out if we can catch an alien this week. It's very difficult to be a negative giver, to be uh, a giver that is always in despair. Unless it's one of those givers that expect something in return every time they give something. But then they're not really a giver. Right. <laughs> right? Then they're a fugazi. Yeah. yeah. Oh! <laughs> well, so Adam oh, fuck. What? And he did say fugazi. <laughs> what the fuck is fugazi? <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's like um, an acronym. Oh, is it? It fucked up something. Oh, uh, okay. I think it was a military term. Uh, yeah, it's from, No, that's Snafu. Sorry. Oh, no. It's a band. I know that. Oh, yeah. I know the band. We love Fugazi. <laughs> yeah, right. But Fugazi, what the fuck is that? Oh, dog, we didn't catch an alien. Fugazi. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I ever have. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Suck at it's the, hard. This game. It's hard, isn't it? It talks about that in that give and take. I was trying to get the stats right. And I forget what it was, but those people that are giving to get, they uh, they don't do well. It's evil, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, um, my buddy Jay says it's Italian for fake fugazi. All right. 
That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you are Fugazi (laughs) or if you can catch an alien. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing, Wednesdays at 8 on YouTube. Join (laughs) us. This freaks me out. I don't like this part. I know. It's getting weird. Um, great job, Cardiff. You did it again. Yeah. And I didn't think you were going to come on today, but you, you found some time for us. I know that you're in Pottstown. I hope you have a great uh, show tonight. When I thought Doug was here, I had to jump on. So I had to say hello. Nice. And yes, I got to run right now. Uh, if you haven't bought tickets, like most of the world, there's still some <laughs> tickets available. Come join us in Pottstown tonight. Everybody. Sounds good. And if uh, you get a chance to visit with uh, Doug from the Jingles Department tomorrow, you should swing by and uh, say hi to him. Galaga. All right. Um, Have a great show. Tell my buddy Shule I said hi. Will do. Bye. All right. See ya. Oh, no. I don't know what to think about anything right now. All right. So what have we done today, guys? I feel like we've done it all. We were whiting Wongs. That was a few hours ago. <laughs> and then there was a uh, parody song. And the next thing I knew, everyone was out here yelling about writer's strikes. Yeah. And I, I lost I lost track of my own show. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The this is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts in order to get people excited for the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts, which will be happening this week on Wednesday. I'm happy to say Trucker Andy is back again. I think we're going to have him on Wednesdays going forward because Trucker Andy is no longer Trucker Andy. He's so that makes things lip easier. Lip smacking Wednesday, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the show comes out on Thursdays. I know this is all very confusing. The point is, here's the podcast that we'll be reviewing. Happy Friday. Another week. Another down. week. And I actually had just forgotten there how to even start the show. Yeah, you sat there. Uh, you said, all right. Uh, yeah, because it's different because we record this, right? It's not like you're live and it's like right. everything's all the lights are going up. All the pots are going up. Everything's ready. We're going to do a show. Yeah. No, it's different when it's, it's just recorded. Yeah, we're, we're just, just like, us. all right, now I guess I can start the show. I guess we'll start it. I guess we can start the show. <laughs> but it is the Jade and Andy show. Thank you so much. You found the show. Oh, my God. This is the Jade and Andy show. A suggestion from Jesse Kokowitz on Meta sending us that. And he found this through the Drew and Mike Facebook group. And this is on The Riff. I guess this is their podcast version of the radio show that's on the Riff, which is, of course, in Detroit. Uh, what do they call it? D-Town? What do they call it? The D? The D. Not D-Town. They no, call it the I can't D. remember, but we made fun of it. I did. <laughs> At the end of the show, I go, they call this place the D, which stands for the dump. If you were like, where are you from? Like, well, also a shitty place. I don't know. <laughs> Different dump. Yeah, we're just having fun. <laughs> it's all good. Anyway, uh, so that should be a lot of fun. We'll check that out, and uh, Andy will come on and... We'll talk to him about his mouth noises, and (laughs) we'll also discuss the Jade and Andy show, some wacky radio people attempting to do a podcast. All right. What else do we have to talk about, Doug? You do a show called Who's Right with Anthony. I do. Who'sRightPodcast.com. Yes. People should definitely check that out. You have a Patreon, and uh, you're on YouTube. People can watch. You guys do a live show, and actually... I talked about this recently. I don't know if it was on the show or not. I can't remember. But um, Doug is the reason why we do live YouTube now. You're the reason why we do video. 
actually, because you were the one who reached out to me and said, hey, Carl, you know, streamer is pretty fucking easy. You might want to look into that. And then uh, you actually spent some time with me and, and walked me through it. So I very much appreciate that because you definitely transformed <laughs> the show for the better. If I think back, I've been listening to you for a lot of years. Yes. You were anti-podcast doing live shows. You were anti-podcast yep. having Patreon. You were anti-podcast having merch. You were anti-podcast doing video elements on their show. Yep. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking back to this. I remember when we, we covered uh, How Did This Get Made? And I was like, these fucking guys, you have to pay them to give you a shout out. You, they do live shows. You have to pay to go to those. Um, they had some other pay model too. Thing. I'm like, they're, they're trying to make money every single way they can. And meanwhile, I do all those things now. <laughs> it's insane. You're like, wait a minute. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, actually, these guys are smart. I like money. <laughs> Making a lot of sense. And, and lucky for me, I can remember to cry, to crowbar all those in because of Magic Mind. Have you tried Magic Mind lately? <laughs> See? This guy fucking gets it. Magicmind.co slash WATP. Use the promo code WATP for 20% off your purchase or 50% off a subscription with the subscription uh, benefits as well. Thank you, Doug. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, buddy. Oh, thank you for having me. I always, I always love talking to you. And, um, you know, you, you make a lot of time for us. I know that you're in the middle of a lot of things in your personal life, so I really appreciate you doing that. And uh, we love to have you on, so let's do it again more often. That's where you say, yeah, Carl, definitely. I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not committing to shit. <laughs> I know, Smart man. I know. After, after this, I, I fucking subjected him to Gino Bisconti. He's like, yeah, okay, we'll see. We'll see about that. Smart, 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 smart. All right. Um, so please, join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Mental illness can literally drive you crazy. Wait, uh, well, I don't think it's funny. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From Facebook, Dan J. Morris shares, can't deny that Kevin Brennan treated Carl with more respect as a third mic today than anyone else of recent memory. What a fucking idiot. Benjamin F. Cohen, Trucker Andy's voice is really ripe to be made fun of. When El Horrible does his Tukey voice, it has to be based off of that whack job's warble. Vinny takes a beating in Discord when General GK riffs, Wow, they got Ethan Ralph on the show? But backpedals with, I feel bad about that one. Vinny is awesome. Ethan is scum. Dylan from somewhere proclaims, Nuts to that whole point-counterpoint thing. We're gonna be a point-point show. Rec has the audacity to ask, Why do stupid women always think they're experts on everything? But Kinky Loco is there to slap some sense in with, Because they're women. That's what they do. From Reddit, Perseus AWC gripes, Fuck you, Carl, for the eating on the mic segment. Fuck you. Push it to the limit. 
Carl complaining about slurping Koreans? I'm sure he sounds delightful guzzling down his garbage plates. Mujimado Dan goes even further. It's not even Koreans. Pho is Vietnamese. Vietnam and Korea are 2,000 miles away from each other. Stutjotard inquires, Carl, is it true that your clubfoot caused the Great Rochester Chlamydia outbreak of 2015? Forked River opines, Tommy from MSCS is probably Old World Amish. And Lazy Shorts writes, There's a giant hole in your theory. Amish people can't drive spaceships. From YouTube, tons more cowbell comments. It's hilarious that Chad thinks his court-appointed public defender from the credit card crimes can sue people for him. Comedy Hacks says, Chad is an unskilled worker at best. Go work the cash register, Chad. Lord Raptor notes, Chad's egg corns are pretty funny. I love it when dumb people are that confident in themselves, or at least project confidence like that. It makes for an entertaining shit show. Serrated Grin states, Any suffering that happens to Chad is deserved and hilarious. Stephen Wise helped. The no-lip lizard has no allies now. He doesn't like people playing the same game he does. Matt Curdy, I swear the first time I saw Chad, I thought high pitch Eric lost a bunch of weight. Michael Mitchell, much like Kmart, Chad is out of business. Hey Chad, did you butter your toast with your glasses? And Crash Davis plays us out with, Chad is finding out rock bottom has a basement. All right, so um, Hannah's dead to me. <laughs> she's, this is the third episode in a row. She swears she's going to be on. And then uh, I don't see her anywhere. She came to, I think the last time she was on the show was in Philadelphia. I don't I think she's I, been on since then. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. No, no, no. Once. She was once. she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> she is dead to me now. What the fuck? Do you have this problem with Review Girls too, Doug, or is it just me? <laughs> uh, so something something hack i'm not doing review girls <laughs> okay fair <laughs> enough uh let's hit some voicemails and then we'll call it a day we had some fun people calling into the show this week we appreciate it carl it's uh curtis of the callback I asked you once in that cold weekend in february i'm asking you and the voicemailers again what the fuck does mscs stand for <laughs> yeah, what does mscs uh, stand for i have no idea I, I don't want to find out. Yeah, I know. It's it might be the abbreviation of his home planet. Yeah. Very possible. I'm, I'm actually trying to think of Yeah, it. me too. Mercury <laughs> Saturn. Star, uh, <laughs> yeah, like system. I'm like, all right. I'll figure it out. All right. Hey, hamburger, what's going on, Grandpa Rick? Uh, I'm I'm just riding with, with Matt or Matt. Yo, what's up, dude? And then listen, we're we're traveling across the galaxy, but we we can't seem to find anybody that likes the the, the fucking idiot Zumak or uh or stuttering John. I mean, listen. Uh, you know me. I like to. I like to booze, Morty. And Zumak's got a fucking problem. Uh, good job with with the fucking show. All right, talk to you later, Morty. So, Doug, that was Rick Sanchez, who just called. Do you okay. know who that is? <laughs> nope. All right, that was actually a pretty good Rick Sanchez yeah. impression. I have to say, yeah. that was pretty well done. You should really. I, do you not like um, comedy cartoons? I, <laughs> Doug, you should really watch Rick and Morty. It's a very funny show. I will watch. I will. <laughs> What what is the one episode I should check out that you think will make me laugh? Pickle Rick. Well, Pickle Rick is is kind of the go to. That one is is incredible, and you can kind of watch it as a one off. You don't need to know all the lore. But actually, the first episode of season three is probably my favorite episode when he breaks out of intergalactic jail. Oh yeah, that yeah, one's yeah. great. 
Doug, get back to us. Next time you're on the show, I'm going to need a report. A review. I need a review. I need to know what you thought about it. Give it five stars. <laughs> how much of how much of your time have I wasted? <laughs> yeah. think, think about that. Is there anyone in your life that's wasted more of your time than me? No. no. Yep. Well, my co-host. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good point. All right. Good. <laughs> I'm not as bad as Anthony. Thank God. All right. Oh, this is interesting. I've never gotten this phone call before. So this is a phone call. From the chair that Vinny sat in. Oh, no. The last time he was on the show. Hello, Carl. This is the chair that is in your basement that Vinny sat on the last episode. Could you please, for the love of God, swap me out with another chair? Please. I have a family. Please. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) Anytime someone wants to call in and say that Vinny's fat, I will play that. Every single time on the show. <laughs> hey, Carl. I just heard our old friend Patty Seacups on the shitty song of the week Patreon episode. I just finally got to that episode. I didn't realize he was even on there. And he's a fucking good guest. What the hell is this? This is absurd. It's like I'm in a fucking fever dream. All right. Don't call me back. Love you. Yeah, that was uh, Brandon's big get. Getting uh, Patrick Michael after months of begging him to do the show and then he just shit out him to his face oh, oh right the ambush <laughs> yeah he just ambushed him he's like he's like well, i brought a shitty song and it was like that his band kevin it's just nonsense it was a shitty song <laughs> yeah but i like that i liked patty zeke so he goes i don't know i dig this <laughs> he's snapping good. along to it yeah, yeah like, i don't know i think this is pretty good he's like all right well you got me there <laughs> um Doug, I know that you're a Bubba the Love Sponge guy. I don't think you ever listened to Howard Stern, right? Yes, I did. Okay, then yeah, you know I, Gary. I used to listen to Howard. You know who Gary the Retard is then. Yes. Oh well, good because he called into the show, which I'm very excited about. Hello, hello. This is Gary. Gary the Retard on WATP. <laughs> I have to say, that is a spot-on impression, if that wasn't actually Gary the Retired. That was very well done, sir. Thank you. Call in any time. Or co-host with me. Maybe, you know, I'll do a show with Tukey and Gary the Retired. See what the subreddit thinks about that. <laughs> I, can't even I would imagine. rather listen to Vinny's chair than Gary the Retired. <laughs> yeah. I'd be the first person writing on the, the thread, this fucking show has jumped the shark. <laughs> This is insane now. Okay. Whoa, it's me, Uncle Tukey. Okay. Hi, Carl. As you know, my show's really been taking off since my birth, <laughs> and I'm only 14 days young. <laughs> Kitties love puppets. <laughs> I just got off the Reddit. I noticed you were a little hard on <laughs> on my friend, Mr. Morse. He's a good guy. Great take on Epstein. Those kids were liars. Call me back. Whoa! <laughs> so I guess that was like a combination of Uncle Paul and uh, Tukey. <laughs> That's bizarre. Someone would think to do that. What do you think about uh, Tukey? Ever watch his show, Doug? I have no idea who that is. Okay, so the guy, B. Dabbler who does a character called El Horrible. He wears a Mexican wrestling mask. Are you mask. listening to yourself? Yes. <laughs> I know what's happening here, Doug. <laughs> he wears a Mexican wrestling mask, and he goes by El Horrible. Well, now he has a Muppet <laughs> that, he, that he has on his show, 
watching Chad watching Miserable's company called Tukey, and it's insane. It's ridiculous. I trust that it is. Yeah. Anyway, you should check it out sometime. <laughs> okay, which is better, that or Rick and Morty? You got a lot of homework, Doug. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> which, which season of Rick and Morty? Hold on. Let me think about this. Season five was not great. Uh... Yeah, skip skip season five. Yeah, skip that one. Carl, you got to let this shit network thing go, man. I take four to six shits a day. I don't understand how you could possibly get anything done throughout your day if you can only shit at home. Do you just run back home every couple of hours to take a shit? I, I'm perplexed by this. You know, real men like me and Patty Seacups were alpha males. Yeah. So we eat over 5,000 calories a day. Nice. You know, enjoy your watery, alcoholic shits you showed. Call me back. <laughs> showed. It's so funny. I haven't talked about shitting at work in like four or five years, and it's like coming up a lot today. For yeah, some yeah. It's kind of bizarre. So here's what I'll say. I've mentioned it before, but I'll say it again. When I say don't shit at work, you have to train your body to shit in the morning before you go to work. Right. And it's one of these things where once your body gets used to, like, that's the time to move your bowels, like, it, it, and it works for you. So when people come to work and then they immediately, like, have to go take a shit, I'm like, uh, buddy, <laughs> you're supposed to work when you're at work. Yeah. And you don't want to shit post-shower. No. There's a reason why it's shit, shower, and shave. It's that order specifically. Yeah. Makes sense. Doug, comment? No, I I used to agree with you. When I managed people, yes, I, I forbid people to shit at work because you're getting paid yes. to work, not to shit. If you're going to use your one your annual bathroom pass to go take a shit when you're working, you leave your phone at your desk. Because I know you're just going in there to play a stupid fucking game or watch stupid fucking videos. Yeah, you're, you're playing fucking two dots on my time. And by the way, I might have to pee because I've been drinking all night. So get the fuck out of here. I don't room. want to smell your shit. <laughs> yeah. But now that I, I no longer manage people, I, I have a different type of job. Yeah. I shit exclusively at work. Isn't that <laughs> funny? Because you and I are the same. Because I, I, when I was railing about this, I was uh, owner of a company. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Why are you shitting at work? Do that at home. And now I don't manage anyone. I don't give a shit. So I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> it's not, not my problem anymore. <laughs> it's funny how that works. All right, this is an interesting point. So Legion of Skanks, you know, Louis J. Gomez, Big J. Okerson, Dave Smith, they do a show every Monday night at the stand. They do a live show. And they had uh, Bob Levy and Shuli Egar on their show recently, and it was called Podcast Wars. And they brought them on to talk about, obviously, the Uncle Rico show with Stuttering John, but they also talked about Chad Zumach and what's going on between MLC and Chad Zumach. And it was interesting because Louis kind of knows what's going on. Uh, Big J, a little bit. Dave, not at all. So it was like this weird thing where they're trying to explain to them who Chad even is and what the beef is and all this kind of stuff. It was an interesting uh, conversation for me anyway. Hey, Carl. It's Professor Retard. I'm, I'm listening to the new uh, Legion of Skanks, and they got fucking Shuli and, and, and Bob Levy, and they're talking Chad Zumach and Stuttering John, and it's, it's fucking bizarre. World colliding, and guess what? I'm like 15 minutes in, and no mention of your name. What the fuck are they doing? Okay, uh, call me back, and... Uh, no more dick pics. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> I won't send any more dick pics. Sorry about that. We didn't get invited to the party we didn't want to go to. Well, this is interesting because 
I was thinking the exact same thing, which is sounds like a really douchey thing to say. But they're bringing up Chad Zubak. I kind of started that. (laughs) And the fact that I don't get brought up at all during this conversation, I'm like, huh, that's a little bit odd. At the same time, I get brought up way more than I should on all these shows, like nonstop. So I I really should not be complaining. I'm not complaining. Let let me put it that way. I'm actually not complaining. About it now, but I should have been brought up anyway. Really, just settle on your passively aggressively complaining. Thank you. I actually <laughs> did DM Luis J. Gomez afterwards, though, because <laughs> I would like to be a part of Skankfest someday. I would like to be invited to that. This looks like a lot of fun. All right, let's see uh, what else is going on. Hey, Carl, maybe you should uh, create a clip channel. Yeah, I think that's what that other retard was trying to get at. Anyways, now that I'm your manager, you should uh, probably upload that second episode of Misery Loves Company that you were on because I can't find that shit anywhere, and I'm not paying more for, for a fucking Patreon that I don't feel like giving money to. Thanks. Welcome back. Yeah, I should put up my um, my second appearance because I went through Chad's whole rap sheet, and we played some clips of Chad's stand-up uh, from Tampa when he opened for Shuley. So... It was a fun episode. It was over two hours that I was on the show. It went really long. Is this stand-up on that rap sheet? That sounds horrible. <laughs> it, should, it should be. Yeah, I know. I didn't sell that, did I? <laughs> Good point. Good point, Doug. By the way, Jody B uh, hanging out in the uh, Discord. I should mention, I just did his show, Rubberneckers, last night. That's up on YouTube. Did I mention that yet? I don't think I did. Check me out with um, the Philly Fanatic and Jody B on Rubberneckers. They do a good job. Philly Fanatic does a good job. I'll, I'll say it. And I said it to him after the show. It's like, I go on a lot of these shows and they just like rely on super chats and they just want to like react to what people are saying to them. He actually had clips and videos and things to discuss. I was like, all right. Oh, fuck. Cool. Now, John is going to be riding on that for fucking six months. <laughs> all right. Jesus fucking That's Christ. That's fine, man. He did a good job. <laughs> he, he, was, he was very well prepared. I don't even think we got to everything because I fucking run my mouth. But uh, he did a good job. And I'm sorry, Doug, if I just did something bad. <laughs> I did say donut, 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 though. So don't worry. I, I, I did get that in. All right. Deluxe from the left coast calling in. K-Dog. Deluxe. Left coast. Got a scoop here for you. Heard uh, got some buddies in New York. This is how they think they, uh, how Epstein, how it ended up for him. They put him in a cell, gave him a rope. And piped in the podcast with Levy and Kevin talking to Ray about his social life. <laughs> Ten minutes later, Epstein hung himself. Couldn't take it. That's a pretty good theory. I wouldn't doubt it. I If Alex Jones tells me that that's true, then I'll believe it. I just need Alex Jones to tell me that's what happened. Because that is depressing. Man, Ray DeVito. <laughs> Did you guys see that? I mean, I don't think we talked about it yet, but he was talking about he lost his virginity at the age of 20. And the story that Ray told, and, and all I'm thinking is like, this is a perfect time to just like a lie. <laughs> you don't have to tell this story. <laughs> he goes, um, he was dating this hot 19 year old when he was 20 and she wasn't a virgin and he was, and she wanted to go all the way with him and he was intimidated. So she dumped him. And then he ended up sleeping with a mother of four in her 30s. I was like, what? That's gross. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I don't know. It's gross, but it's fucking weird. It's a weird story to tell, Ray. <laughs> Sometimes, like, people tell stories, they're the, they're the hero. 
you know? Like that's yeah. usually the way that goes, but not Ray DeVito. Humble to the end. We should have him back on WATP. Now that I think about it. I thought we just did. Oh, that was Gino. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm all fucked up. I know. Gino's yelling about Ray <laughs> a lot, so it's hard to tell. All right. Um, thank you so much again, Doug, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Great to, great to see you. Great to talk to you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's a- over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. <laughs> okay, bye. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt. <laughs> okay, bye. This is it. It's over. Okay? Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Hey, bye. goodbye. Yeah, we're all down there with the jungle juice. <laughs>